0: Welcome to the Bartender Rank podcast. My name is Steve Haley. We are again on remote in Dewey Beach. This is fucking crazy. I got Jimmy Seafood sitting right next to me. I got assholes in big trucks revving their engines going by. I've got I'm up in the attic of some fucking condo that nobody's rented. I got a dog here with us. That's right, folks. We have our first ever guest dog appearance on the pod. <laughs> And as always, I have my beautiful Southeast Kansas boy with me, and he is here with his Indiana Jones fucking hat on for some reason today, Michael Windsor. How are you today, sir? good, buddy. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm happy you bounced back, because this morning when I called you 17 times and you didn't pick up, I was worried you were a little too hungover to make this happen.
1: No, well, I mean, it's been almost 12 hours since then, so we're good to go. That's fair. Now,
0: why are we down here, Mike?
1: Uh, well, a couple reasons. Uh, besides we, the pod. Well, besides the pod, we went down to Ocean City to see some friends of ours. Uh, they just opened up uh, Crepe Daddy, a restaurant on the, on the boardwalk.
0: Well, let's, let's rewind it for a second. So we have a good friend of ours, and he'll be coming on the pod. I mm-hmm. just talked to him this week. His name's Nick Gann. Uh, he's a roommate of mine. He's a longtime friend of Mike and ours, and you know li- has lived with us, has worked with us at a lot of different bars. Yeah, we told the story about him on the pod. And in fact, our guest tonight actually worked with him at a bar as well. One of uh, we've called it the Burger Joint before. I don't think we need to uh, r- uh recognize it by name, but <laughs> Nick Gann has finally jumped in head first into the deep end of the pool like Squints Paladorus in the <laughs> fucking Sandlot. He's kissed Wendy Peppercorn, and he has opened his own restaurant. <laughs> It is called Crepe Daddy. It is an all-crepe restaurant in Ocean City, Maryland on 11th Street on the boardwalk. And we decided um, for his second week in business to come down to bring all the Kansas boys here and to support him. So we just had breakfast, lunch, and dinner at Crepe Daddy. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend the Barbecue barbecue Chicken Crate. Barbecue. Grape. Barbecue Bacca. I don't know what I'm saying. It's been a long day. Did I mention I went to Hammerheads too? Those uh, those Shark Tanks will get you. I feel like um, this,
1: this podcast is just really a cry for help from us. <laughs> it has started to feel that way. Episode number 50 is just going to be the intervention. You know? That's what
0: it is. It's going to be us on remote from uh, 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 some Malibu rehab clinic. <laughs> And it's going to be awesome. Hopefully fan-funding. Yeah, um, No, but we came down here to support Nick. Anybody that's coming to Ocean City, Maryland, please check out Crepe Daddy 11th Street. They got sweet crepes, regular crepes. So happy um, uh, to be a huge fan and supporter of that show. And can't wait to have Nick on. So, show. N- Mike, as always, what's new with you? Well, man, we, it's been. We're, there's a theme that when I come back to
1: Maryland, I see all these friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Or a couple weeks in this case, yeah. But you guys are all a bunch of drink pushers, man. So we went out to Fell's Point last night, had a good time. I got to see some good friends today, and uh, now we're down in Ocean City, and yeah, yeah. We're gonna go out and hopefully have a few more drinks after that. So
0: absolutely, and and not to hijack this section because I usually we use this for you to tell us what's new. I swore to Justin. Our good friend Justin Almer, no, that I would sneak this this story into so the top so You are forcing it in. I am forcing want. it in. I you know uh, that sounds a little uh, that sounds a little scandalous, but I am going to force it in. So Justin Almer, one of our good friends who's from Missouri, grew up with Michael. Uh, well, Justin is no. from Southwest Missouri, and yeah. Mike's from Southeast Kansas, yeah. so they're neighbors right across the border. Justin also came on this trip with us down to Ocean City, and I saw him today, and he is wearing a hot pink golden girls t-shirt and I look at him and this moment of like epiphany sparks in my brain and I say to myself where have I seen that t-shirt before I know I've seen that t-shirt before and I I pull Justin to me and I say where have I seen this t-shirt before and he goes oh yeah this is from the night where Mike punched my checkers cheeseburger out of my hand while I was about to eat it, and it got all over my brand new shirt that I bought three hours earlier I go Oh, that's right. So I'm going to tell that story very quickly. Um, Mike, you're it, the
1: one who said these intros need to be a little bit quicker, I did right? say they need to be tighter. <laughs> no, I'm wrap gonna, it up. Right. I am going to wrap it up. Mike's
0: only telling it you to wrap it up because he's embarrassed about this. About a year and a half ago, Mike and Justin came out to, to Baltimore to visit everybody. Late night, we go to Checkers to get you know late night drunk food. And as we're all sitting on the couch, Mike realizes that the Checkers girl fucked up his order. Not anybody else's order, but his order. What does he do? Does he get drunk at the Checkers people? No. Does he curse the Lord? No. What he decides to do is take his frustration and his anger out on his good friend Justin and punch Justin's cheeseburger out of Justin's hand and pr- pr- proceed to skew ketchup and mustard and burger and yeah. mayonnaise all over Justin's brand new hot pink Golden Girls t-shirt that he just bought four hours earlier. And honest to God, it was a travesty. It was embarrassing. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> You should be saying sorry. We all decided in that moment that we would do a slap, that, a slap bet that for the next year, every time you saw Michael Windsor with a sandwich, if he was about to put it in his mouth, you were allowed to slap it out of his hand. <laughs> and hence, uh, henceforth is known the sandwich slap bet. Anyway, we talked a lot about slap bets the last episode, so I felt like this was a okay. good story to kick right. off our podcast. Sure, that's why you did it,
2: but go and, <laughs> and I needed to And
0: I needed to do Justin justice. So without further ado... Uh, we're gonna like I said we're gonna be quick we're gonna get right into it guys We have an unbelievable episode tonight. We have one of my f- best friends. We go way back Believe it or not. I trained her as a bartender years and years and years ago And you know what she turned out to be halfway decent at it now. She's managing multiple bars down at the beach It is Jill Lintowski can't wait to get into her service industry experience and she got a really cool drink for us tonight the white Negroni so without further ado guys Here's Jill Lintowski. Okay, guys, we have Jill Lintowski here. Jill, how are you doing tonight?
3: I am doing really well. I just got off of, you know, a good old Sunday night shift. Had some uh, music on the patio out tonight. It was pretty banging. We had a band called Hot Sauce. It's Mm. an actual hipster Mariachi. What am I saying? Mariachi band. Like a
1: hipster mariachi. Band. A hipster
3: mariachi band. You wouldn't believe it. A bunch of like fifty plus deadheads, like fifty, wow. like middle aged deadheads doing mariachi. It was very interesting.
0: It almost sounds like um, if Hamden was in Tijuana.
3: It was something like that. <laughs> you know, it's actually it's very much like the Eagles crowd and they're like, Yeah, we go to Mexico sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I pretty said. much that's pretty much what I got from these I guys. Like they it. were no, they were great though. Not to shit talk them. They were really they were really fun. And
0: okay. would you like to introduce your sidekick? Because I I wanna do him justice. This is the first time we've had again a dog co-host on the pod. <laughs> this
3: is my dog Django. Yes, that is correct. Django D- J A N G O. That's right. He's my he's my babe. He mm.
0: came
1: here
3: with me because I feel bad. Oh, he's up out. Oh, oh, look at
0: him! He's prancing he's for the pod. And first, was his name, O. Yes. Thank you for joining us, he's, buddy. You're such a cutie. He's the
3: first uh, first real good boy on the show, apparently. <laughs> yeah.
0: The so. only the only really oh, and he's wagging his tail right <laughs> on the mic. There he is. Mm, that's not very nice, we need very nice. <laughs> but I will say he's the only good boy that's probably ever been on this pod, knowing the degenerates that's, we've had on.
3: That's a fact. That's a definite fact.
0: Jill, this has been a blast. Um, just even being able to secure you. We have uh, had to corner you, it feels like. We're in an attic right now.
3: My God, don't make me feel so wanted. No, no, no. <laughs> I just I,
0: I, I, just feel like... Um, I'm a
3: hot commodity around <laughs> these parts. Do you know
0: what it is? You know what it is? It's hard to find bartenders with personality these, these days. You know, um, I, I always joke around. That uh, is a
3: bold statement. No, it really is. It really is. Are you sure you mean that? Anybody can open
0: a Miller Lite. Not everybody knows how to talk and 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 make make people laugh. So, um, you know, good conversation is at a premium. Premium. I think that we're going to have God. Am I obviously drunk? <laughs> <Are you laughs> am I I've had a few I've had a few of those Shark Tanks today, guys. So, I'm <laughs> Please excuse my slurring of words. It's you you this
2: time.
1: Yeah, it
0: is me this time. I'm being good, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Mikey is being good. But no, Jill, we are so excited to do this with you because I remember the moment I met you at... at AK, the burger joint. Oh,
1: yeah, we got to hit that Uh, up. Whatever. I don't care.
0: And she walks in and they tell me I have to train this girl. And within five minutes of interacting with her, I'm like, oh my God, she makes extra seem like... Uh, easy. (laughs) This girl is over the top. She is a big personality and she, uh, she's not taking shit from anybody. And so that's one of the things I liked about you is that, and, and that's why we became friends. I think that's why we all kind of hit it off over time is like, we could give you shit and you could give it right back and you had this, this thick skin and like, you know, it, it always felt like an equal. When when we were working yeah. together and we were hanging out. I think that's why our friendship has blossomed over the years. It's because I really do, I really respect
3: you in that way. I gotta tell you something. What? It's all a facade. I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a baby back bitch. Like, it's, but I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. I think, like, I think in a way I put that on and I to, I totally am that person. Uh-huh. And then this other half of me is like, Super sensitive.
0: Django's here as an emotional support <laughs> absolutely. animal. Yes, absolutely.
3: That's actually why he's here.
0: Well, you know what also helps is a little bit of a good cocktail.
3: Yes.
0: To just grease the wheel. So tell yes. us um, very quickly about the cocktail you're going to be making for us tonight. Um, y- you know, I I think Mike and I are going to go into a little bit of the history of the Negroni, but why the white Negroni?
3: Well, I personally just like a white... I mean, I mean I'm definitely a Negroni person like all year round, but I guess this is of more of just like... My my personal preference on like a summertime drink of the same like a little lighter yeah a little bit lighter definitely more citrus with the Lillet and the lemon peel it's uh it's got a definitely a uh, spirit forward bite to it but I'm a Negroni fan I'm a, I'm a strong cocktail fan not everyone is like that some i'm not gonna lie though i'm still a basic white bitch i like my <laughs> sodas i like my orange crushes for people who are listening who are from maryland and know what a crush is goddamn right
0: we you know what uh, somebody actually mentioned this to me the other day of all the pods we've done and this is now our 12th episode yeah. that we're recording um we have not had an orange crush yet. Mm-hmm. and that's shocking because other than uh three of our guests Everybody has been a Maryland or Baltimore bartender at some point, which I think is really interesting. So I'm, I'm interested who's going to be the first one to kind of break that mold. But tonight we're doing the White Negroni's. Jill, why don't you mix those up for us, and I'm going to yes. give everybody a little bit of a background. Guys, if you don't know anything about the Negroni, this is one of the oldest cocktails in world history. It's a classic, classic Italian cocktail. Um, it is... You know, uh, was first originated in Florence, Italy. The first origins of this cocktail go back to the 1800s. You know, some people, uh, you know, certain mixtures of this we learned in the episode with the Old Fashions. Mm -hmm. They're not always by the same name. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's mixtures of cocktails by different names. This one in particular um, has origins in print dating back into the 1800s, which I think is really cool. It's very simple to make a classic Negroni is going to be one part gin, one part Campari, which is like a cranberry um, dry liqueur, and then one part sweet vermouth. Now Jill has decided tonight to do a bit of a twist on that. Again, summertime, we're down at the beach, we're trying to drink a little bit lighter and drink a little bit of, of citrus and, and and kind of enjoy that. So what we're going to be doing tonight is a little bit of a different take. Now we're using Bombay Sapphire Gin, so still the same gin base, we're going to use Lillette instead of our Campari. So Lillette is an, an aperitif, an aromatic um, that is, instead of that cranberry flavor, it has more of that um, kind of like a blush white wine, almost what you think of it, like a Sauvignon Blanc flavor. But again, it's a liqueur. And then we're going to use, uh, I, I think it's pronounced Kashi, which is a vermouth de Torino, which is a lighter and sweeter, a sweet vermouth. Not as dark as your classic sweet vermouth, which would be more like a sherry. Mm-hmm. So this drink is uh, going to come out kind of that light, it's going to almost look like a tea or like a light cranberry color. And when you when it hits with the lemon, it's just, you know, it's it's refreshing. It's easy. Um, the gin gives it a great botanical flavor to it. So I'm excited. I've actually never had a white Negroni neither, neither have I. And I'm,
1: I have to ask this. Are you colorblind or not? Because you've told me you've been colorblind for years, but then on this podcast I've noticed you've described the color of many a drink. So, is this just something you say to ladies to like give them, you know, feeling sorry for you? Or or what's the deal? Do you want
0: to do this right now? (laughs) Have we we... not
3: covered that Steve is a liar?
0: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow, this is Oh, I'm sorry.
3: A storyteller. going a fight tonight? He's
0: imaginative. Is that what we're going to do? We're going to fight tonight? (laughs) We're going to get real. No, the truth is this. So, if anybody out there, all my colorblind people, you know that colorblind goes into three different categories you have red, green, you have straight black, and white, and I can't remember the other one. There's like a blue something. It might be blue-green. But colorblind works with um, different shades. So things like brown don't seem to have a problem with that. Anytime yeah. you have the face, <laughs> Anytime you have certain colors next to each other, that's when we have an issue. Okay. Okay. So yes, I can tell that this is more of kind of that lighter, almost iced tea color to mm. it. Um, but yes, yeah, sometimes when you have two colors next to them, I can't see the shade or I think purple is blue or whatever. Okay, what. I gotcha. But thanks I'm for calling me I'm out. i glad we that And up. for calling me a liar. What did it start? <laughs> Let's cheers here. Cheers. Thank you, Jill. These look Cheers delicious. To good friends. That's right. Even though you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> guys, right now I'm sitting on a uh, coffee table from a hallway. Jill's That's sitting on, on a reclining beach chair with surfboards on it and Mike's sitting on the floor on a pillow. So we are we are makeshifting this. We'll take a picture for you guys so and so you can <laughs> see really the setup we're dealing with here. Honestly, god, this is the most cozy we've ever done the pod. Usually we're in a big pool room um, with our feet stretched out. I kind of like this. I feel I feel very homely right now.
1: Mm, I like that. And uh, it's the, this is what, in my mind, when I think of like cocktails, okay. you know what I mean? This isn't something that's all spruced up and everything. Wow. You can tell it's very, a very classic cocktail, but um, it does, it, it kind of has that white wine flavor to it.
3: This, what? I think the, I think because we used this instead of the Sue's. Yeah. Not to Not to call no, no. you and your, you so and tell your them. lovely. tell them so what you want. So normally, wanted. normally I would do it with Suze, which is a... Instead of the Cachi. Yeah. Well, it's... It's a, actually, it's a French liqueur, even though the Negroni is an Italian drink, but uh, normally I would do it with Suze, and I think that has a slightly, I think this, what, we, what are we calling it? Co- what do we... <laughs> Kachi,
0: let's just call it kachi. Yeah,
3: but the girl at the store told you it was called coochie. Mm-hmm. She did. She say coochie. said coochie.
0: <laughs> she did say it coochie. is the
3: coochie is a little bit stronger. Uh, that's not how I wanted that sentence to sound, but here it is. <laughs> and this is a little bit stronger. This is a little bit stronger in that flavor than I normally drink it, but it's still very good. Yeah,
0: very good. I think the thing that makes us shine is the Lale. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right, Lele?
3: Lillet? Lillet? I think it's lillet. Well, yeah, which, which, whichever and ingredients, the ice.
1: Whichever ingredients you get at home, of course. This
0: is really good. <laughs>
3: good.
0: It's it's so... It, it feels like I'm drinking a flower. And yeah, yeah it's I can
1: see that. Yeah, very botanical. And uh, whichever, whichever one of the ingredients you get at home, of course, always Armando on the pod. Don't just listen along. Drink along. Absolutely. Goddamn yeah. right, Michael.
0: <laughs> well, Jill, without further ado, let's hop into it. So, as young professionals... As you know, mm-hmm. people like to flex on LinkedIn, okay? People like to look hot on LinkedIn because they're trying to advance their careers. That's not what we're doing here. No. We are doing the Drinkton. So I want you to tell me a little bit about your service industry experience. Tell me first, how'd you get into the business? Kind of the extent of the experience, you know, like maybe where you started and where you came up to. Okay. And then where you are now. What are you, what are you uh, doing in the industry and where you work?
3: Okay. so um. I have a laundry list of places that I've worked. Not, just, not to say that, not to say that in like a boastful way. Like I, I hopped around a lot in college, training, trading jobs, working multiple jobs. But I guess I started originally at the Green Turtle. Really? Uh, yeah, I started at the Green Turtle. I did as not a know server, that. As a food runner and a server in freshman year of college. Okay,
0: I thought it was. I thought it was Miss Shirley's.
3: that was, I mean, that's where I was before I got hired at the burger joint, um, (laughs) that we're not going to name, but, uh, yeah. So I worked at the good old green turtle in Towson and in Hunt Valley when I was 19. Um, that got me, you know, I moved up to serving because it's not rocket science to serve at the green turtle no shade no shade Mm -hmm. to anyone who still works at the green turtle like love good wings you know
0: um (laughs) but but it is the green turtle
3: it was the green turtle you know everyone's got like that sports bar stepping stone
0: sure mine was unfortunately buffalo wild wings which we don't need to besmirch on the pot again or maybe i totally forgot
3: (laughs) you worked at buffalo wild wings (laughs) do
0: you guys see jill's reaction she's never even worked there and she knows the shit i've put up with
3: Woo! i forgot you worked there um, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So you so started Green Turtle. I started at Green Turtle. I moved over to good old, I'm going to name drop, Miss Shirley's which a guy, great, great please experience. Please tell the
0: people who are not from Baltimore.
3: Well, okay. So I'm going to be real. It's been a few years since I worked there, so I don't mind. Still I legit. think I think it's legit. It's a very great place. Really, really great brunch place. You know, it was on like Food Network and they've gotten all these reviews and rewards. At the end of the day... After working there, obviously, I think it's overrated. I think it's a great...
0: So, I think it's um, an interesting cut. I totally agree with you that if you live in Baltimore, I'm never planning to go there if I want to go to brunch. Right. But, but...
3: When people come to town... They
0: do so many cool things. They have so many cool specialty items that I think you can't get anywhere else, and... Let's be honest. A lot of Baltimore are these really tiny neighborhoods and these hidden gems, Mm -hmm. and so it's hard to always seek out a special place. Yeah. And so people who are from out of town, they're gonna hear about Miss Shirley's. They're gonna know about Miss Shirley's. It's easy to find. It's in a safe. Yeah. No. It's it's still like a local thing.
3: It's not like it's a franchise or anything. It's just like, it's after working there, knowing what I know, (laughs) (laughs) knowing what I know. We'll be getting into that. All the people and connected to that place it's just like weird that i work there is this
1: is this a spot in uh, Hamden?
3: the original one is in roland park but i worked at the one downtown on pratt Uh, street
0: so the original is about two minutes from our house now in mount washington
3: yeah
0: um look it's a it's a cool breakfast place they make a lot of different like interesting breakfast items um
3: i was like 19 20 getting hammered at night and then waking up at 6 a.m to go open this brunch restaurant by myself and it's, then doing it all over the next night, like like I
0: was fine. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear the engines revving behind us, but people are actually racing to Miss well, Shirley's right now. It's it's senior week, right? So yeah, there's a lot of debauchery happening. It really is. But we're gonna power through this spot. So is
3: everyone leaving Jimmy's Grill right now.
0: That <laughs> so you so you get fed up with with Miss Shirley's, and I assume you were serving there, right? I
3: was serving, yeah.
0: And you get to a point where you're like, you're gonna move on. And where do you go from there? Oh, the burger mm-hmm. joint. That's right. And that's Little, where you met me. <laughs>
3: that's where we all met. Mm-hmm. So, I want to clarify that I did not just, like, walk in like this crazy person. Don't, like, of don't, course. Don't of course you made it sound like that. Like, we both showed up. I don't... Did I meet you during training? Because we I training. trained your ass how to I know, bartend. No, I know you... Tra- oh, you mean stop like, yelling uh... at me. I know you trained <laughs> me how to bartend. But we also showed up when. Oh, you mean the big training? The place. The whole restaurant training when we first opened. Was first opening. Yes, yes,
0: I do remember that. And I remember meeting you at at that time, and I was like, wow, there's somebody else here that's as loud and as talkative as me. This is going to be a competition. Do you
3: remember how young. Some of the staff was that oh we God. started with
0: babies. I was looking around. Babies. At, I was looking around and I thought, you know, uh, and we just had I Justin was, on the pod.
3: I was 21 with... and I was not the babyest of babies. <laughs> no, you weren't. You
0: were an adult. I was in an adult on
3: that team compared to some of those babies that had. Uh, there were a lot of babies. Fresh babies, you have to. <laughs>
0: fresh, <laughs>
3: fresh babies, you have to. You have to. Right now, as a manager, I've. I, it's like herding cats.
0: We can, we can almost go in on just this point really quick. When you, um, if you it, for all the people that have worked in the service street, service industry out there, um, when you have put in enough tenure that you get to a point where you look around and you're like, wow, not only am I a little bit older than the whole rest of the staff, but I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned about what's going to happen
3: to You like them, really look at some of those people now and you're
0: like, oh wow, you were really hired. Are you going <laughs> to make it through this shift? Yes. Are we gonna have to call your parents and ask them yeah. to have them come pick you up? That's, I
3: I God. had someone I had someone tonight almost in tears because I wrote them up and it was like. What'd you write them up for? Well, we can get we into get it. to it. We can get, 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 get into that. All right. But, so
0: so I don't want to uh, extend this too long because I like I said I think you're like me. I've been in this business almost 17 years now and I've worked at like 30 different places. So I don't right. want to touch on all of them. But let's fast forward. So you you know obviously you were at the burger joint for a while. Uh, I want to get to Seattle. So I know um, you went out to Seattle and you're working on fine dining out there. So tell us a little yes. bit about that too.
3: So um, I went out to Seattle and I worked for a fantastic restaurant out there called, I don't mind naming it, yeah, please. Canless, called Yeah, we love to promote. Canless Restaurant. It's honestly um, not shitting on my current job. I am very happy with the move I made. Of course. Um, loved working for Canless. It was one of the best, most formative experiences of my life. What's
0: their profile? They're, so
3: they're, like, the, like, if you think about it, they're essentially the only fine dining restaurant in Seattle. Like, they've been around since 1950. They do it right. It's family What kind of food are they? Is it really core Seattle, seafood, Well, yeah, there's definitely a huge, like, Pacific Northwest influence on the menu, but it's also, um, at least the chef that I was working under, um, who just left recently, it's very like eclectic, with also like there's heavy Japanese influence. Okay. There's there's a lot of different angles. There's uh, a so lot of
0: seems to be rever- very very reverent of the culture of Seattle too. Not just yes. not not just what the town has to offer, but also like the profile of the citizens there. Yeah, there's but, a huge Asian culture culture. Yeah, in Seattle for as well. sure.
3: And there's a lot of well, that's also another thing like. When Candlis first opened in 1950, the entire wait staff was all Asian women. Really, and they wore kimonos. Mm. So,
0: did the original owners have an, roots?
3: In no, so well, yes, and not in not in Asia, but Peter Canlis, who opened the restaurant, um, spent a lot of time. He grew up in Hawaii, part of his okay, growing up. Yeah, there's a lot of Asian influence of course, there as yeah. well, and he just really liked the the hospitable touch of a lot of like. Asian, yeah, like like the the Asian style of like of, of yeah of dining room service is just they they work really well as a team. Like that 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 very much came from that style. And like at the time, it was like out of this world to be doing something like that because so many. Fine dining servers, or just servers at the yeah. time of that caliber were men. Not, to, men-
0: not to mention, and in the 50s, I think that there was this really, like, stunted growth for American cuisine. Mm-hmm. It started to kind of change in the late 60s and early 70s where we have this, like, uh, revolution in American cooking where we can say, like, hey, we're going to actually compete culturally with yeah. a lot of these international cuisines with what we're doing In the United States with with United States sourced food, produce, and things like that. but We're going to do it in kind of with our own flair and our own way. And so um, one of the things I want to ask you is because I've never, I've always wanted to come out and visit you at that restaurant while you were working there. No, I don't live there. And I'm super bummed. What was like a signature dish or signature cocktail there? Because like I think the people that that might either be from the West Coast or might want to visit and give it a shot might want a recommendation.
3: Well... I'd say because they actually are getting ready to reopen for indoor dining. It's been over a year. It's been over a year since they've done that. So I'm really excited for them. Um, I know that they're doing a lot of things differently since I've been gone. But I will say, drink wise, like one of the coolest things there um, is that they have their very own. they have their very own barrel of I'm going to butcher this. <laughs>
0: it's okay.
3: They have their air, very we'll they they have their very own barrel of Springfield Scotch there. Really? Or I'm sorry, Springbank Scotch there okay. that they they went on this crazy trip to Scotland.
0: We're talking about like a large barrel.
3: Yeah, so it's like a massive barrel that they got they went on this whole trip in Scotland to, like, track down the perfect scotch that they wanted to be, like, their restaurant scotch. And then they find out that, like, through all these different laws, they can't actually ship it to the United States. Oh, <laughs> so they have this whole, like, story, like, this newspaper story following their journey really? over in Scotland to, like, this is just, like, a few year, like, 15 years ago. The brothers, that the third generation that runs it now, they were, like, looking for this perfect scotch to be, like, their restaurant, like, a special barrel at their restaurant. And they find out they can't get it. So, at the end of, like, all this, like, big news coverage, they, like, find out they can't get it. (laughs) Turns out this guy in North Carolina. Has one. Who was a vet. Who was, who had served, who had served over there, like, had Europe, you mean like in Europe? In or, Europe, okay. I believe World War Two vet who right, was, okay. who was over in Europe came home with a with a barrel of Springbank Scotch that he had barely touched.
0: Mm, shut up!
3: I'm not kidding. <laughs> I love no, shit like that. It's not but, World War Two. It was some. There was no. It was, it was the, newer than that. I can't remember exactly. He might have
0: been stationed in Germany. Yes, which is a he huge was stationed beach. over there, there and Europe he, he for the U- somehow the States, at yeah. some
3: point had this barrel of Springbank Scotch he brought, brought home brought home with him. And he. You good? And he guys, um, I just,
0: I just punched the microphone because yeah, I'm a dumbass. Yeah, things. <laughs> it's okay.
3: So this guy like sold it to them at like, well, like I'm sure it was still like a cheap at price. a premium,
0: but it's great. I love stories like this because it reminds me. I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about um uh, uh, Pap, uh is it? I'm gonna butcher this. There's a famous whiskey or a bourbon from Kentucky. And I want to call it Whistlepig, but it's not Whistlepig. There's another one. It's called, um, it might be Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah. Yeah, Pappy Van Winkle. And they only produced like 120 barrels, and it's this very sought-after thing. And there was this huge controversy in Louisville, Kentucky about um, probably five or or six years ago where a barn owner got a hold of a whole, um, not like a big barrel, but I can't remember, like a cask, a, a smaller cask of this Pappy Van Winkle which a lot of times this stuff goes for fifty to a hundred dollars a glass, mm. a glass. And this guy got a hold of it, and he decided that he was sick of how hard it was for every all these whiskey lovers and bourbon lovers to try Pappy Van Winkle. So what he did is he made Jello shots with flavorless, what? with listen with flavorless Jello and Pappy Van Winkle, and he made hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them to, to so he could spread out the taste of it. And what he did okay. is, and he handed and he handed them out for a dollar, and people lost their minds in Louisville, Kentucky. Huh. People were trying to like boycott his restaurant, get his thing closed. And his argument is this: I think it's an interesting subject. It's an interesting <laughs> subject, and here's why: I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say I agree with him. But I do love the fact that he wanted to bring good shit to the people. Well, and he did it with just gelatin. It wasn't... Right. He he wasn't making like jello shots for some sorority. With blueberry. No, no, no. no. He did it with uh, flavorless because his argument was, and he actually got interviewed in the local newspaper. I'm going to find this article and I'll post it this week, guys. Um, he, He said that the reason he did this is he wanted to bring this very exclusive thing that was being... Kept from people mm. to everybody, that was his whole thing. Okay, I get now you. I don't a know. A
2: Robin Hood action
1: there,
0: yeah, a little bit, Robin a little Hood with bit. Jello, shots. so that's kind of what
3: you lost me at the jello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still think it's a very cool story, but like the fact that he, even though it's flavorless. Gelatized, I don't think I've ever the, had a whiskey jello like, show like that. Like, if it's so special, you did it with <laughs> flavorless <laughs> gelatin. I don't I, know. I,
0: Listen, again, I'm not saying it's look, not
3: I like, thought you were gonna say. He went, went around town to like some of Poring the. Pouring the people,
0: knocking on no, doors, hey, like, you want some Pappy I, want, I, was,
3: I was thinking maybe he like went around town to some like classic old businesses that have been around, some like good guys in the neighborhood and like gave them each a bottle, like from this case or something or a flat. Nope. Jello. He made jello shots with it. Nope, jello. It was Fabian Van Winkle. Okay.
0: So, so we're, get, we're getting off topic, and one of the things that unfortunately we've been getting feedback on is that apparently Mike and I talk too much. Mike and I, I mean me. We're so, the goddamn hosts. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> so so no we're gonna speed it up a little bit so i appreciate it <laughs> say it one more time uh the name of the restaurant in seattle
3: canless restaurant thank you right. a lot of other stories i could tell but it's a wonderful place I hope wonderful day, people i
0: hope one day you and i get to enjoy a meal there together yes i Just really say. like that yes that would i'm be actually wonderful. gonna be going to seattle later uh i think at the beginning of 2022 i'm hoping michael comes with me we're gonna be going out to visit our friends um casey um and uh, we're going to be interviewing some bartenders out there. So it would be great if you joined us at the
3: same time. And yeah, go I love there. Seattle. We'll have a great time. But I love an excuse to go back. So got, let's fast. F- I, go do, ahead.
1: I just got to say, the, the idea of your your job is to travel to Scotland and try every scotch you can get your hands on. Man, what a dream job. What a job, <laughs> what a <laughs> job right? What a job. For the restaurant, man. So, so let's
0: fast all the way forward, okay, to now. Because I I know we're skipping over a lot, but I think we're going to get into it with some of the questions, and I want to get right into the gauntlet. Tell us a little bit about where you're working now, because you have, girl, you have had a come up. You have graduated, and maybe you don't like managing, you know, shepherding the sheep, but tell us a little bit about what you're doing now and where you're at.
3: No, I just mean, don't glorify it too much. It's wonderful. I love the company. It's hard to manage.
0: Look, it's hard to manage people. I, it's hard. It's hard to make I'm not going to
3: name the specific restaurant I'm That's at, fine. but I am we going to we say. It something? No, no, no. I'm just going to mention that I. Can bur- we
0: give it a Can we give it a moniker? So like, you know, the restaurant I used to work at with after the burger joint. Are you familiar?
3: Mm, we're making weird faces at each other right now. And I'm not sure. <laughs> we, call
0: it, we call it the Crab House.
3: Oh, that one, so we, obviously. Do you see what I'm
0: saying? We call it the Crab House. So, like, what would you call this joint that you're working at? Now, give the people, like, just a name that they can hold on to. I
3: was just going to say that I work for Sodell Concepts, which is a big restaurant group in the area. That's fine. I But didn't they know. have 11 different restaurants, so mm. you can't really tell me...
0: So visit all of them. <laughs> Go and patronize every last while, one of them. It
3: would take you a while to figure out which restaurant of theirs that I work at. But I do love their company. Yes. They have a lot of the same values that Canless had. Oh, cool. It's just a big, that. cool. big reason why I connected with them in my interview. And yeah, that's why I'm there and I'm...
0: So what I'm, are you doing now?
3: I'm a manager. That's
0: right, people. <laughs> Graduated. She
3: has benefits. <laughs> She's a big girl. So
0: best thing you love about being a manager, worst thing you love about being a manager, and then we're getting into the gauntlet.
3: Um, I mean, the worst thing is that, like, ultimately it falls on you. Like, if there's okay. a problem, I have it, and. Twiddle Dee and Twiddle Dumb can't do it. Or even my best servers are stumped.
0: Somebody ask you where Chardoni is on the beer list. <laughs>
3: yeah, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what about, what's the best thing? Honestly, There's gotta be some perk.
3: Honestly, I really do love, um, like, one of the best things I've figured out I'm good at is being people's hype girl. Like, I'm really good okay. at, like, getting people motivated. Even if I sound a little bit annoying at the time, like, I'm just trying to keep people, like their spirits high and like let's just you know like let's just crush this shift like even if you're busy even if these people at this table suck like let's just do it like none of it act- at the end of the day none of it actually matters so let's have a good attitude injecting and I, that positive i love being that for people while also like i'm i'm part of it while i'm there i'm just helping all of these little connections happen and putting out little fires everywhere. But it is glorified babysitting at the same time. (laughs) It's just uh, glorified babysitting, making sure all the little babies know what they need to be doing. It's
0: You know, I think that's an interesting challenge about the service industry that the deeper you get, you really do have to... You know, we we actually, it's funny, we talk, We just talked on our last pod about how mental health is like a daily thing for every human being, but I will tell you this, it's even more of a daily task for a service industry employee because you have to go in and pretend like you like the person that is giving you shit at a table, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and then if you're a manager, you don't have to just pretend to like the person that's giving you shit at the table, you have to pretend to like the 16-year-old server that can't um work her way out of the weeds um you know so it 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 is a uh daily challenge that i again for all of you non-service industry people you should not be allowed in a restaurant unless you put in at least a month (laughs) in this business like
3: please work the month of july yeah at a biz, in like a busy town.
0: So we were talking about you know how like COVID cards, like vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. We were saying that there should be um, restaurant cards where you're not allowed in a restaurant until you can <laughs> show until you can show a card that you worked thirty days in a restaurant. Absolutely, I yeah. love that. That'd be, so, be a
1: great concept for a restaurant or a bar, like industry you're not allowed in, in. industry night. You know, yeah. you're not you allowed to come to actually,
2: unless you
0: show bring a pace Industry
3: down. night, my ass.
0: <laughs> you're literally everyone not allowed needs,
3: in. Everyone needs to legitimately prove that they're industry to get yeah, a right, discount. That's or right. To be let in.
0: Okay well thank you for taking us through that I know it was a lot That's actually one of our longer drinked in But I'm happy because You've you've put in your fucking time girl You deserve all that effort right there So um, without further ado guys We're going to get right into The motherfucking gauntlet Okay Joe You've made it to the gauntlet Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read any of these questions before you. That's, that's really, even better I'm a really good friend
0: <laughs> you know the way I do the gauntlet is I like to close my eyes and run through screaming yeah. So, alright question number one mm-hmm. tell us about some pet peeves and misconceptions about the service industry things that really grind your gears
3: that's a big one I mean one of the biggest things is when people just come in and think like I've told you this is the way or we can't suit you at this table because or this is where we can fit you of a party your size and they just try to tell you what they what they, what want. they want. They don't actually listen to like <laughs> whatever you just said, which I th- I think that's a very that's a very vague pet peeve. No. But that's a big one in restaurants when they literally don't listen to you as you are trying to explain a small part of how your restaurant works and what like why this isn't gonna work for them, and they're just like, but I want it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I want it though. Let's double down <laughs> on that because we actually have it. I love new picks.
3: Well,
1: babies. this is also, I feel like this uh, comes in more in a, from a managerial perspective. Uh, perspective uh, point of view, yeah. you know what I mean you know this is something as a server or a bartender I didn't have to deal with this you know what right. I right mean? you can just say, I just wait till they're seated wherever and then I take care of them yeah.
3: right yeah. you just come look for me and go this is what table 64 <laughs> yes. said yes. and do you want to go deal with it and yeah. they said, I, I, I was, have to I guess
0: I will say this I was always raised my father always told me they can't say no if you don't ask so I'm a bit of a shithead I will always try to bend the rules I will always oh, yeah. try to push for something But There's I do, wrong with I, that. especially being in this industry I try to do it politely but I know I know that I'm an asshole sometimes and I know that even when I'm doing politely sometimes like a manager just can't take it anymore so I, I love that you brought this up because this happens so much where, where people are like like look we have already made a decision today we cannot see people here we cannot accommodate a party this size we cannot do this we cannot do that and people do not give a fuck what you say you can say that to their face and they immediately respond back there in the counterpoint be-
3: thunder and lightning outside in Rehoboth Beach and I have to bring people in off the patio and they're just like oh no but we're fine here and I'm like you might get electrocuted and that's on me. Mm. That's on me. You need to get the (laughs) fuck inside. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. I actually have a similar one um, uh, because I've been dying to give this pet peeve. He has. He's been talking about it. He he hasn't told me what it is
1: but he's been talking about it all night. It's a double
0: order and it's similar. It's similar. So um People out there, please heed my words. If you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant. Usually this doesn't happen with table services. We're talking more about bar service here. Mm. Okay. If you order from a bartender, hey, can I have two Bud Lights? Hey, can I have two um, Vegas bombs? If you order from that bartender, Trust, and that bartender says, "Yeah, I got you. I'll go get them. And they walk away to go get that order. Okay, they oh, acknowledge I you. See where you're going uh, they with acknowledge this. you. They say, "Yes, I'm going to get it." They walk away to go get that order. Mm-hmm. Do not order that same order from another bartender. <laughs> I will strangle you to death. <laughs> Listen to what I am saying. If I come back with that drink, and another one of my bartenders is also dropping off that drink. You're getting charged for both, cunt. Yes, you are. Don't fight me on it. I am so sick of the double ordering. I cannot take it anymore. It disrespects me. You have zero trust in my abilities. You have zero trust that I'm going to come back. Okay, now, look. I understand that there is a gray area here. The gray area is where I may have gotten distracted Mm -hmm. or taken too long. Now,
1: we always... I've gotten snapped at at a bar before, sure. and, and I, you know what? I was younger, and I probably shouldn't have done it, but that's exactly what I, you even got Django riled up. He's like, "Yeah, fuck those people, man." <laughs> Django's so pissed. Right but now, guys. You I've, know I've been you in understand. that situation where I've ordered, and like, I noticed the bartender completely forgot about right. me, and then I ordered from another one, but then I ended up getting you know, yelled at about that. So. We
0: always talk about um, we're trying to coach all these people out there that are not in the service industry about good etiquette. Yes, yeah, and I think that this is another good point of etiquette how do you handle that situation, right? So your bartender has forgotten about you and and maybe not on purpose, right? Right. Like they just, you know, they're busy. I think you could even,
1: you just explain it. Like, hey, I'm sorry. I think they may have gotten swamped or something. I've already ordered from them. This is what I'd like. If you can get it first, you know, that'd be great.
3: At least mentioning that someone else already checked in on you is the biggest key. Don't just repeat your order to someone without any clarification. Guys, That's the thing. Guys, you Someone see- else might be coming to check on you to make sure that their bartender like, already got your order. You don't need to say it again unless you're just clarifying, oh yeah, he's grabbing my Corona. Mm-hmm. Guys,
0: this is, look, I, I didn't prep Michael or Jill for this and they both literally did the ex- said the exact thing that I wanted here, which is if another bartender comes to you, just tell them you've ordered from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because one of two things is gonna happen. Either A, they're going to communicate to that original bartender that you've already ordered and then they'll make it or the original will make it. Or they'll say, hey, don't worry about it. I got you and I'll let him know not to make it. But make sure you can, or her not to make it, Mm -hmm. but make sure you communicate, I already have ordered from somebody else. I just I think they may have forgot about it. It's yeah. been a couple minutes. Yeah. The the double ordering has to stop. <laughs> it is it's such an ungodful disrespect. And then you try to fight me when I double well, charge. Well, that's you. what you said.
1: Yeah, you you're getting double charged for that. You, you are.
0: ordered four drinks, you're getting charged. For you know, four know how it goes. If I double charge you, you're gonna try to fight me to the end of the earth. And it, it becomes this whole thing of it's like you're the asshole who ordered it twice. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. It's, like, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Guys, Jan- oh, okay. Django's so pissed he's left the room. <laughs> he can't you know. stand it. He, he's he's not having this. <laughs> literally, I, I I swear if you guys do Lay this, down. we're not even going to be able to have Django on the pod anymore. You're you're going to get labeled a non-dog lover, and we're not going to invite you back. Okay. I kind of like
1: it. He, <laughs> and by he's the just way, just just so you guys it. you guys can see, it, but Django's a particularly good
0: boy and a handsome Lay young down. man at that. Not a single bork on this whole pod. Not a single one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you know, I, all right, God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring my anger down because this happened to me three times. No, even this if... happened to me three times Friday night, even and guess if... what the orders were? Eight sour bombs, five sour bombs, five. Sour was bombs. it the same? No. Was it the same group? Eight sour bombs, five sour bombs, five sour bombs. All the same table. Yeah. All Look, double orders. just sounds like maybe you were kind of sucking at your job, man. I crushed all <laughs> of them. The, I'm, I'm talking about less than one minute for every just one of those incredibly orders. incredibly impatient. Wasted. Yeah. The the customers were wasted in just double ordering off yeah. everybody. It was so annoying. And we actually cut them off after the, yeah. the, the third time so and said, you, go. you guys got to go. So um, anyway, we got to move on yeah. because I got to get a deep breath here and I got to get my anger out. Yeah. Question number two, best tips, worst tips, which you're not going to get. You're not going to get from the people you double charge.
1: Wait, you've got a leader into this one, I think. All right, Jill.
0: Uh Why don't, I'm going to let you go. Give us your best tips, worst tips, but just fair warning, we have shared the Tim and Jen tip on the pod.
3: My God, we're name dropping them already and it Mm -hmm. sounds like you guys have been talking shit about me.
0: (laughs) More about Tim and Jen.
3: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, so well, okay, so let's be let's be fair. Let's clear it up. It was only Tim that tipped me that night. Correct. She was not there.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know. It, it. was
3: just him. Okay.
0: Yeah. I know. Um, See, we want so all two, sides of the story. So we want two, all sides. Well,
3: oh, right. Obviously, you haven't gotten the real honest like the person <laughs> that who was fucking there. That's right. Um, so I was working. I I had a regular Sunday night shift for a while at this place we worked at together. Right, the burger joint. Uh, yep. I was the I was the Sunday night bartender. That was uh actually a pretty good gig on a on a regular basis. You know, um, it was you know one of the sleepier nights later in the evening. Usually wrapped up pretty pretty early unless one of my regulars decided to stay till sure. two in the morning, which <laughs> they did at times. And you know it's. One of those times was with one of our regulars. I, honestly, you said their names. I wouldn't have been able to tell you their names until you just said them. <laughs> his, it's been that long, his, but I remember their faces like his face is burned into my. His, memory. His, both of their faces are burned into my memory. Jen somewhat, his. but like
0: Jen, I like I. I could I could sketch you maybe a picture of Jen. I could <laughs> I could I could <laughs> oh, cl- not it. <laughs> You don't even understand what that means, do you? I think I,
3: think I do. <laughs> I guys I'm an asshole. Guys
0: Guys, this podcast is theater to the mind and none of the people can see the gestures. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm I'm not kidding. If you no, blindfolded kidding. me and put a piece of paper in front of me, I could draw Tim face. <laughs> no way. I, I could. I could. It's that vivid in my mind.
3: Well, like, have we gotten out the fact that like we're pretty sure they're swingers?
0: Uh, that was brought up
1: by one yes. of us. <laughs> okay, so
3: we're, like, pretty sure they're swingers. Um. And I was just, everyone, after I got this tip from them, was like, was there a hole in the bar? Like, did you jack this oh guy off before God. he gave you this tip? And I'm wow, like,
0: that's how they went into it, huh?
3: People were like, how the fuck did that happen? And that's I'm like, honestly, bad. it's just my charm.
1: I think, yeah, I think he was trying wow. to grease the wheels. He was like, part your charm.
3: Okay, but yeah, but they were part probably they were pro- probably trying to fuck me. You
0: know? <laughs> well, then three parts. Part, I haven't even part, said
3: what the tip was, but
0: part your charm. Part them probably trying to fuck you. Yeah. And then also part that they love to go big to look cool.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh for They sure.
0: at one time he bought an entire case of shitty wine off of me just to look cool oh on Christmas God. night. They
3: Did... Oh no, they definitely like had some shit going on and for whatever reason after he left me that thousand dollar tip. You he, come back and
0: ask for it back. <laughs> no,
3: it was like weird. It was like we had this really good, you know, like every time they would come in, we had this really great banter at least. And like, I feel like some of that weirdly dropped off, yeah, because he was trying to was like, have sex with you. You felt revengeful, you did It was like and this gem. weird, right? Honestly, who the f- like, just because you leave me... And I, he left me this big tip. Oh, it was because I was having this conversation about how my sister lived in Florida. And I didn't get to visit her You were her being that. personal. You were I being was just being personal. personal. Yeah. I was just... We were just talking about shit. And he was like, go visit your sister. Or Like, I was still saving up to buy uh, another car. And he was like, go visit your sister. Don't worry about saving for your car. Or, like, and tip me a thousand bucks. And I was like, holy shit. You know, I'm... 21, 22 at the time, I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot of fucking money for someone to speak. A lot of money. And I remember like pushing the receipt back to him, like, no. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and he was like, No, like go visit your sister. Like, okay, like don't worry about I'm it. I'm
1: glad you brought this up because to be honest, we were talking a little bit of shit audio on the previous pods. Okay, but here's here's the thing, it's <laughs> her face right now. Wait, wait. It's all in good. You guys, fun. You guys
3: invited me on here to like attack me. No, no, no. Me? No, here's Mike
1: wants his cut of the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, here no, here I'm no, he's fucking Mike here. goes
0: Mike <laughs> goes. I worked with her at the time. Where's Mike I don't not know about we were gonna...
3: not working that night?
0: <laughs>
1: I, got, I, like it, like it matters.
0: Like I had it fucking
3: one back on and I tipped him 250
1: okay? <laughs> oh, you I did? That. I didn't know and well, that. this is what I was going to say because uh, Steve told a story about somebody coming in and leaving a $500 tip for, and they were like, take care of everybody. It was the same this person. Was, it was this, Tim. Okay. This, it was but, this, Tim but this was a specific thing where you were being personal with him and, and opening up a little bit about your life. And he wanted to specifically We didn't know that part. He specifically wanted to man. help he specifically wanted to help you out and have you go see your sister. See yeah. we didn't so know that. Part he, of the story it's not like
0: he out. was coming in and just throwing some money right. You thought he just walked it. So the the way that I had heard the story that it was a holiday, I thought, and that he had come and been like, pay the staff, here you go. I didn't know that it was that personal.
3: I'm sure someone told that story. Well Oh I'm I can sure I tell you well, who did. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Marky Mark. Nah
0: for rules. That's what oh, I heard. Oh shit!
3: Now me and Mark got beef. We <laughs> gotta clear this up. You know, sorry,
0: we'll bring him on. We'll we'll, we'll, let um, you, we'll we'll call in. We'll let you hash it out.
3: Okay, it's so funny to me how some people tend to remember things differently because people love to.
0: By the way, oh, this yeah. has been eight years since I heard that side okay, of the story. No, 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 so no, no, it's no. been a minute. Okay, so, so
3: let's say it's been. Don't don't
0: call Mark let's tomorrow say and been, light let's him on say fire. It's been five or six years. Five
3: or six. To be, I like spec. I like specificity Hasn't and. He? It was 2014,
0: 2014, 2015. Right,
3: it's 2021. Yeah, and that was but we didn't but i didn't get that tip in 2014 i got it okay, in 2007
0: okay whatever All right, you know okay, i'm not so, a math major <laughs> i
3: love how people i this is just a great example i'm not saying that anyone there is a liar <laughs> but people <laughs> like to remember things differently and then over the years as they remember and they retell the story these these random little details like pop into their mind and they're like cognitive oh, yeah. dissonance oh they're like oh yeah yes. that's what happened yeah. no
0: yeah.
3: it was not a holiday And literally me and Tim, I think I even sent the bar back home at that point. It was one of those nights where he let like the bar back. The bar back had like closed and done everything. And I was just I just had one regular and then like, the, it was just the manager and
0: I. Well, guys, look, you finally heard it on wax, yeah, okay? Jill has set the record straight, and look, she called me a liar at the top of the pod, so you got to trust
1: her <laughs> more than you trust me. <laughs> no, I love it. She's cleared her name, and I, I do have to ask, though.
3: Cleared my name? Oh, my God, I need to go back and listen to it. <laughs> finally, we've shape. got a new I listener. You're <laughs> right.
0: Why haven't you been listening before this?
3: <laughs> I'm busy. I work, like, 60 hours a week. Okay, it goodness.
1: sounds like you have plenty of time to no, listen That's great. To and I, I will say here and now, I'm sorry, Jill. You know, I took some pot shots at you for kicks on the pod. <laughs> Pod shots? Pod, pod, see, pod shots. <laughs> pod and you know what? I was wrong to do that and I apologize. I do have to ask though, these two, did they dress like swingers?
3: Oh, they were for sure swingers.
1: Did they have like the Tim's collars. The
0: open... Right, the collar. Tim How has a, a big, It's
3: like this weird like... It's also
0: Tim's glasses. It's the glasses. What is, is, is well, it? What?
3: Can we say it? He's got, like, a His lazy eye. His eyes look different He's directions. He's got a lazy eye. He's got a lazy eye. They He's look different, they look the wrong different I'll never... No, and I, I don't mean it, to shit on people who have... One like, looks zero, at
0: you. One, one's you always... you remember. Listen, one's always... You all, do. One eye is always looking at you in the eye. The other eye is always looking at you. Well, and that... <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, too. Especially
1: being a server. Whenever... Because that's happened to me several times where I've served somebody with a lazy eye and you want to be as courteous as possible and you're trying to figure out which I to look at. Yeah. And it's this whole little thing and then you hopefully figure it out. game, it's fun. It's anyway. all fun. <laughs> it's
0: not like, fuck you, you idiot. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, uh, <laughs> these Negronis are great by the way. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, but, we're probably going to do a little intermission and do another one if you don't mind. Where are we going to get ice? I don't know, we might have to do them warm, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, I'm going to do
3: slightly less this next time. Mikey,
0: listen. So, speaking of delicious cocktails,
1: we need to talk about, actually, the flip side of that. Worst drink orders.
3: I mean, no one likes making anything that you have to muddle. That's just, like, (laughs) anything you have, anything that requires... I thought she was
1: going to say blend. (laughs) This is new.
3: No, just, like, when you're in the middle of doing service bar, tending your half of the bar... And a bachelorette party rings and like Six mojitos. seventeen mojitos. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they've got like ten mojitos. You've got to do the crushes. Really? You've got to hand squeeze, squeeze the crushes. You're just like, I wish this was a draft beer right yeah, now. Okay. Feel, yeah, okay. That there, there are just times where I'm like, there are times where I'm like, ooh, like a Negroni for example. I, I like, I like sitting, I like sitting my glass down, having my stir. I really enjoy like pouring that drink over and and. And doing that, and then there are times where I'm like, this motherfucker is going to get the worst blueberry movie I've ever fucking had, because I'm just throwing this shit together. I've made it enough times that I think it'll turn out, like, 75% good, but...
0: Can I say it? I like modeling for me. Um, do you? I like to model for me. He's a muddler. I don't like to muddle for
3: others. Oh, 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 okay. I like to model for me. Yeah, I get that.
0: I'll make myself my own shit. <laughs> yeah, with a someone, self-muddler. I'm a self-muddler.
3: <laughs> or when someone's just like, you know, a piece of shit and orders like... you. Someone orders a Long Island iced tea. I'm Here we go it. again. If someone orders a Long Island iced tea, I'm like... If they fucking send this back, they're trash. <laughs> what do you mean? They're, they're, they're already trash. They're already trash, but the fact that you ordered a trash drink... And you send it back saying it's terrible. I'm like, that's because you ordered a Long Island. I
1: think steak. this is the fourth time it, there was Maybe th- four in a row. three, three Long Islands, and then uh, Meg did the blue marijuana or, yeah, or, yeah, well, or a blue drink.
0: trash can. Trash well, or say
1: it was some marijuana, something, but it was also basically just a Long Island. So yeah. I think it's official. It's official. We can say the second drink, worst, tr- the
0: second worst drink, second drink on the pod behind the Caribou. De- Sorry, dude. <laughs> caribou Sorry, caribou caribou buddy. Caribou.
3: About it. It's just like. I think we can all say it, and I hope that non-restaurant people agree. If you drink Lon- Long Island iced teas, we hate you. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> we, we decided that it's okay when you're 21 years old.
0: Yeah, Only, it's if, a, you're, it's only a, if you're 21. It's a rite of passage. Only if you're 21. Now, if you're 22, get the fuck Outta out of yet. my butt. Get the fuck <laughs> out of my butt. <laughs> That's great. All right, question number four. Ultimate mistakes, fuck-ups, either yours or your co So we're talking about... Drop drinks, drop trays, forgot to ring in shit.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, plenty of that. I remember, okay, to be fair, my first restaurant job. I, I probably lied a little bit. My first restaurant job was actually when I was 16 and I worked at Noodles and Company. Okay,
0: you got to question how much you believe her over me. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was... I,
3: but I don't consider that, that... That was like a weird... It's
0: a white lie. I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's like other, It's the first step. I, my first Whatever. thing was, it was delivering like a weird,
3: pizza. It was like a weird <clears throat> first step into the restaurant world. But I dropped a plate of... I dropped a tray of food in front of someone. A and, tray of noodles. A tray of... Yep, a tray of pastas. Like, didn't... Like, had it on a rest... Didn't understand that you needed to balance mm-hmm. it or, or a plate sitting on the edge of the tray <laughs> yes. is going to fall if yes. you don't have something sitting in the center anymore. Yes.
1: Physics, there. it's a bitch. <laughs> Dropped it right in
3: front of these people like my first day in Restaurant World and that was just like it's, embarrassing. But But I remember it. I remember you, it every day. Do you
1: remember how that table tipped you?
3: another table got up and gave me $20. See? Dude, Dude, someone else saw me and was like, I've worked in restaurants before. Jill. Like, I've totally <laughs> done this.
0: Jill, we've been talking about this. We need to come up with a name. It's almost like Stockholm Syndrome. We need yeah. to come up with a name with a theory. I, I want a bartender or a server to do a social experiment where they intentionally fuck up every single order on purpose. They drop things. They spill things. They crash things to see if their tips skyrocket. They will. They because absolutely will. Every time, will. They, they do. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, it's funny that we're getting on this category As again. a
3: manager, that stresses me the fuck out. Like, don't do that. Like, why would you do that? Like, why would you intentionally I'm going to try to get hired. I'm trying to get hired at Jill's place no, now. No, you can't, can't do that.
1: I, I can't think of the name for the theory yet, but I do want to do shirts that say drop, dr- drop drinks, get, get cheddar. cheddar yes.
0: No. So it's funny that you went back to your original bar experience because, you know, as we've done this pod, the cool thing about it is new stories come out every single time. Mm-hmm. And one of the cool... You know, Mike, you've been in the business you know, what, 10 plus years. And I've been in the business since I was 13. I'm 30 now. I've been in the business 17 years. And one of the the interesting things, there's stories you forget about until they pop up. And you just saying, um, hey, actually my first experience wasn't the green tarot was earlier than that. Yeah. I actually just remembered something about my one about the first mistakes I ever made. Yeah. When I first got into the business, do you guys remember the fold out Big yes. tray holders. Yes. I don't know what you'd call them. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah. I know exactly so, what you're talking about. So for though, those of yeah. you not in the service industry, it almost looks like a folding chair. You'll see them around restaurants. They'll fold them out, um, and they'll they'll use it as like a, a stand up table to put a big tray on. Yeah. And it, it uses two like almost like seat belt straps to go across these two wood um, wooden pieces to to hold the tray. up. When I was a brand new server, first restaurant I ever worked in, Manny's Family Restaurant in in Rock Spring uh, in Forest Hill, Maryland, I didn't know that you were supposed to set the tray across the wood. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was a right way to set the tray across the holder. So I come out of the kitchen flying with a bunch of crab cakes and cheese steaks and burgers and whatnot, and I set the tray across the cloth. Oh. Oh my God. strap holders oh. and it sets down and the thing scissors <laughs> together and the tray shoots up the in the, the air, air it. and it goes everywhere and I'm like ah it looked like an alligator snapping <laughs> like a like a, like a little baby like I mean, pig together everyone, Jesus, sees
3: everyone sees those like rookie mistakes though and you like see it and you feel for it though too like yeah. you're just like you're just—you literally did not know. <laughs> Can I say I was gonna tell another story about a big mistake I made at Miss Shirley's, but Please? that's because my manager was a CNX Tuesday and made a big deal out of it. I'm going to bring up how one of this was something that will also live with me forever. Um, is one of the barbacks one time at the place we worked at together.
0: Burger joint.
3: Brought. One of our regular, he would come in, he would come in pretty regularly for lunch. He would always come in for the gumbo and like that was, he always got a gumbo, always got the same drink and, um, maybe something else, but it was like a pretty standard order. He came in one time and we forgot his extra bread on the plate with his gumbo. And I was like, Hey, can you go get him some more bread? The bar back went into the kitchen, picked the bread up with his hands and walked out to, <laughs> with, the, to, table, to the table with, it in his with, with,
2: in
0: his hand? with
3: the extra slice so I, of bread and just <laughs> handed it to him. I was
0: just going to ask you about question number five, health code violations, but you beat me fucking to it. Dude,
3: I remember just his face. I remember seeing, watching this happen, and I saw his face. Did
0: he hand it to him? No, this is no gonna, hold I was on, like, Hold on, hold on. This is going to be a weird question, but my, my fucked up brain has to know. Did he hand it to him underhand? Or overhand because it's worse. (laughs) It was like. No, it
3: was just like he was because like, like, if you hand
0: it to him underhand, it's so much worse than if you drop it. Like, it at was, least then you bring it out. I'm sorry. Sorry. Here you go. It was like he
3: was handing him a business card. <laughs> it was like, it was like here. It was just like.
0: like would you like me to feed it I to you wish while people I'm here?
3: Could see how I'm holding my hands out right now.
0: Should I baby bird this? You want me to shoot yeah. it before you? I
3: remember it? I was just like mortified and <laughs> yeah, went a, to go went to go like apologize, but I was like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to do it. And I went to Eric and I told Eric what happened and Eric had to go over and be like, I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) Did the guy take the bread out of his hand?
3: We, no. Oh, Eric walked over with three pieces of bread on a plate to go say sorry and be like, do that. <laughs> yeah. so, that was probably. It
1: seems so simple. Like I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but like that is so. It's uncouth, man. You can't, you can't, you can't just right. walk out yes. and holding somebody's food in your hands and hand it to them.
0: You know. You know what's funny is uh, that was probably the same barback, and I almost remember this experience that asked me about the chardonnay. So <laughs> yeah. look, we are going to take a quick break, guys. That is number five. So we're going to do a little intermission. We're going to have a dart. Have a little. No, dart. I quit smoking. Oh. Wow, guys, Mike quit smoking. Well, I'm you back. You say up. that like you don't believe it. Mike wins. Mike <laughs> wins <smoking>. I quit smoking. <laughs> I'm back on the crack pipe, so I'm gonna go have some. We'll be right back. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> All right, we are back, guys. We got another drink in us. We petted the dog for a little bit. We took a really interesting picture. I actually just learned that my phone has a time set camera <laughs> on it. Did you not know that, Steve? Because I had an iPhone four until a year ago. So <laughs> here.
3: Steve doesn't do instagram or any of that sort of
0: unfortunately shit. i have to run the show's instagram so i know oh my god
3: in- you're on instagram again i now have instagram oh my god good for you i have a facebook
0: can somebody tell me how it works because i don't even know how to log in oh my god. <laughs> i'm still learning can well you help steve me? Can learned you help me?
3: steve learned that self-timer exists um. on an iphone
0: I was really excited. And we took a pick. And, guys, let's just say, Django, again, star of the show, turned his head at the perfect time. And turned his
3: head <laughs> at the camera last second, just like, what a good boy. What a
0: good boy. Outstanding. So, um, unlike Django, who would be your best customer, 10 out of 10 would say, good boy, good boy, another drink for you. Um, I want to talk about Ratchet and Crazy customers. Okay. We also like... To talk about in this category, mm-hmm. Mike, tell, tell her. Well, it's...
1: actually, a couple things. Sid and Brian both kind of helped modify the category. Yes. It doesn't have to be a ratchet or crazy customer, it could also just be a very memorable customer. Also, what Brian brought up is if you don't have a good story for that, how ratchet or fucked up have you been at work?
0: Or at a bar. Or at a bar. Yeah. What
3: a loaded question. <laughs> I have so many answers uh, for For
0: those of you that know Jill Lindtastic. <laughs> okay,
3: I will say, as far as like crazy stories, I'd say when I was bartending in Canton, um, at Portside, like, I saw a lot of shit.
0: Brian Collada's coming on the pod. Oh
3: my god, stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys. The fucking world.
3: Um... He works at
0: Dallas with me now.
3: Yeah, no, I know that. Um, great guy. Super nice guy. Love him. Um, yeah, saw a lot of weird shit in Canton, but we can all talk about, we can all talk about, like, drunk people, coke heads, whatever, that have, like, come into bars, when I worked in fine dining, it is another level of crazy people once Ooh, it well, reaches like that point. Because these people are in a state of delusion and not real world that when they're drunk and there's an issue, they're just like, they're the craziest people you've ever met. They're going do, off. Do, they're going off. And I just remember, I mean, there's been a lot of weird shit, like. This past, last summer, when I was still working for them, like, I had this white girl in box braids that, like, couldn't even sit down for her meal and had to leave, like, and you're at this really nice establishment, and you're like, bitch, what the fuck?
0: Why did she need to tell us she had box braids? I, because I, a white hey.
3: girl in box braids, you know it's wrong, okay? What's a,
0: what, are, what are box braids? We don't know what that is.
3: Okay, so it's, I understand it's the a style. It's a hairstyle for black girls. Let's just, let's just, it's not for white women. Okay, it's so not, when you
0: see box braids on a white girl, not think, white okay, it's you... not for
3: white women. <laughs> okay. It's not for white like, women.
0: Okay. Let's straight up name it. Right? Let's
3: straight up name it. That is the definition. i glad I asked the follow-up question. That <laughs> is the question. definition of appropriation is this chick is white girls well, in So you
0: knew, you knew right, was right when you like, saw bro. her.
3: Yeah, I knew right when I saw her that she was an issue, but... It it's just like this weird. Seattle's a weird place too. Like you get a weird mix of people, but like eclectic.
0: But at the sometimes maybe I I don't want to say, for lack of a better term, almost like too intellectual. Like they've overthought themselves.
3: I don't mean to say that just about. Seattle, but just like canless. Some of the people they attract because they are like such a well-known establishment. Right. People with money coming into Seattle, they're like oh, I have to go there. Well, they
0: always talk about the weird request with rock stars where it's like Elton John wants a hundred red Skittles only in his dressing room, you know what I mean? (laughs) And Mick Jagger Mick Jagger wants like uh, seven virgins (laughs) backstage, but they all have to be wearing red one-piece bikinis, you know? No, It,
3: it was more so just like People who thought they could come in and because they had money, they thought they could do what they fucking wanted. Like, this one guy came in on a date with a girl, was clearly like trashed, so the server cut him off and he dumped out his water on the floor, took her wine, poured half of it into his water glass because we took away his wine (laughs) glass, and like just kept being a fucking asshole. And he thinks just because he's wearing Gucci. That we're going to kiss his ass. Then we finally, at some point, get the girl away from the table and we're like, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay with this man? Like, this shit is... He was just, like, on another fucking level of not okay. And like, it's just weird stuff. Like, no, everyone... we, like, we set her up on the roof. We had a nice, like, one-on-one, like... We like we made her feel comfortable, and we called her an Uber. Like this was, oh, like, she this was did not like, go home with it. This was clearly like a bad first date. Oh really? This I, I, I didn't know if you were going to end up telling me. No, no. This was one of the this is one of the craziest people I've ever had. You to
0: did meet. a public service there. You saved somebody that night.
3: We did that. We from did more that. than
0: a few uh, ratchet. I love ad, ratchet saving. Added. I love
3: saving girls from from douchey situations with guys. Like, I love
0: saving people. Period. I saved a man last night. Not kidding. I saved a man from a woman last night.
3: Mm. I got. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, that definitely like.
0: I'm, she was. I can't tell like, you how I'm, I'm a feminist. No, I'm
3: a feminist, as in I believe in in equal mm. equal treatment of all. And there are definitely situations where men do need to be rescued by by some from some yeah. crazy she woman. Physically
1: she physically riding
0: him like a horse on the dance floor. Oh, it was scary. Dude. I at one point I thought like, and he was not a. Um, let's just put it like this. He was not a particularly fit individual, uh-huh. and I, I thought that at one point I was like. This motherfucker's—he's gonna slip a disc. I'm worried about him. You know he's gonna have a hernia. Um, well, look, a lot of what we just said could turn into a fight, arrest, or a fire. So that's a good segue to uh, question number seven. Tell us any great fights that you've seen. I love a fire. I mean, have you ever had a kitchen fire or an arrest that you've seen in a bar?
3: Honestly. We're from Baltimore. Fights sort of like blur in my head. <laughs> they right. so just sort of like, oh man, that shit was crazy. And then two weeks later you like see it again like at a
0: bar. Well, I'll tell you one Um, for me this past weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And, and this will be, I'll try to make it as quick as I can. I had a customer come in and he was actually, uh, his girl that was with him was a ratchet and crazy customer. She was vaping at the bar and she was big time vaping like Huge, like, smoke clouds, huge smoke Like not even trying to hide Chucking clouds, man. Chucking clouds? Chucking clouds? <laughs> is that a thing? There's
1: like some douchebag I knew that Wait, I used no, to Wait, no, we work can with. ask
3: people to not vape indoors. No, I just wanted to understand
1: the term general. chucking clouds. I had never heard that one
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. I
1: don't know. There's just some douchebag I used to work <laughs> with. I don't associate with him anymore, but Thank he you. loved, he had like a $300 vape bag. He was like, yeah, man, chucking clouds, man. Like, like, you're such a tool, dude. Fuck off.
0: So this tool was chucking clouds and her boyfriend was there. (laughs) And um, he orders um, chicken wings about uh, ten minutes before our kitchen closes. I said, "Hey, uh, kitchen's about to close. If you want to get any orders in, get them in now." He goes, "I want chicken wings well done." I said, "They're going to take a little bit, you know, maybe fifteen minutes of time to do them well done." He goes, "That's fine." And he goes, "Why don't you bring me my check as well?" And I thought he was being super reasonable. While this, I thought he was in a situation where, like, she was wasted. She was kind of. Let's
3: just get out of here. That's what I thought.
0: And he even asked for the chicken wings to go. So I thought, okay, she's getting erratic, he just wants something, right? And so, uh, you know, I think to myself, um, all right, I'll, I'll, get, I'll make this happen for this guy. And I go to the kitchen, I said, hey, as fast as you can with these, I'm going to get these people out here. They just paid their check. Now, he pays the check in cash. And I go back out to him maybe five minutes after I put in the order, so they're obviously not done yet. Um, I've cashed out the check, so I've given it back to him. It's an infro- now the remainder of the check with the book is in front of him, and he opens up the book and he goes, "Where are my chicken wings?" And I go, "You just ordered them about five minutes ago, and again, well done. So they're going to take about fifteen minutes." He goes, pulls a dollar bill off, oh off of the tip. It was, it was probably about a ten to eleven dollar tip, and it was all in like ones. He pulls one dollar off. He goes. I pull a dollar for every minute the chicken wings aren't on the bar.
3: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: And he stared right in my eyes and I said, What? And he goes, and he repeats it. He goes, I pull a dollar for every minute that God, the chicken wings are not God, on the bar.
3: I wish I was there to see,
0: look but then, and I look this
3: guy in the-, the eye and go, Okay, yeah. that's out of my control. So you no, do what even, you're gonna see, fucking do. At
1: that point, I'm such a spiteful, vindictive asshole that I'd be like, Oh yes, I'll, absolutely, sir. And then after the chicken wings were done, I'd let them sit there. I used to when I when I had to serve I didn't count when I, count I had to take when dollar. I had to take pizza to shitty customers who didn't tip me. What I'd do is I'd fucking take the pizza out of the warmer bag and I'd drive around the park a couple times before I went to their house. I was like, You will get your pizza, but it's not gonna be piping hot. You know, <laughs> it's like whatever you can do. That so, little shit.
0: So the so the punchline. <laughs> the story is you know obviously he says that and I'm so bewildered that I like laugh and I walk away I'm like this is crazy I don't actually care if I get any money off this guy so you know time goes by I get the chicken wings out he goes to leave as they're leaving his lady is so drunk that she slips and falls and when she hits the ground one of our bouncers goes to help her up and he thinks that the bouncer is like
3: going at her
0: I don't know what... Making
3: a move? I
0: don't know what he thought. Because it was, you know, he's dressed in security gear. It says security on his back. She's clearly fallen. Mm -hmm. Everybody saw her fall. And it was so clear the bouncer was trying to help her up. And for whatever reason, this guy did not see it that way. It was, don't touch my lady. And he runs in and pushes the security guard. And so he ends up getting jacked up by a bunch of other security guards come running, and he's on getting jacked up and tossed out of the building. Nice. So that's my, that's he's my, a good that's guy, how man. this ended in a fight. It started with a ratchet customer. It ended in a fight. At, story, at the end, where they
1: just like, don't forget your chicken wings, and just toss it out <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the concrete. We
0: take away one wing for every minute <laughs> of bad behavior. <laughs>
3: You did just remind me. I did see a crazy fight between a bouncer at a restaurant I used to work in in Baltimore. I'm not gonna name it because I hate that restaurant group and I hate that I worked. Can for them. you give
0: me like like? Can you describe like bougie?
3: They own bougie restaurants in Baltimore. But can you, and I give me an idea of
0: them. the restaurant. Like we call it the, the the we called the Crab House. We call. The place the crab or house. What should I
3: say? It's the base of the four seasons. What the fuck do you want me to say? I mean you didn't have to get that
0: specific, but I'm
3: glad you <laughs> did They got two restaurants at the base of the four seasons right, pretty much. So fuck on. them. So anyway. Uh but no, one of the um one of the uh bouncers there, Demetrius, had to fuck someone up one <laughs> night. Like but you don't know why? No, no, no. There's video... No, he was being an asshole. He was starting a fight, like, in the bar. Just trying to and really the bouncers, pick with somebody. The bouncers gotta come in and remove those people, but what those douchebags don't understand is that, obviously, at least places like that that can afford good bouncers, if they are hired as a bouncer, mm. and you're trying to start a fight, these and they're physically these dragging you... These are balls. You, these are ex-football players... Most of the time. ...that are, you know, doing what they can... Post injury, but pretty, they can still fuck you up. Like, they will drag your ass out of there, beat you to a pulp if you try to fight these them. These are superhumans. Yeah. yeah.
0: Most of our bouncers at the place I work now are um, uh, used to be offensive linemen for the University of Maryland.
3: Yeah. So, this they, is a whole
0: nother different. This is a different. Mike's Mike, six six <laughs> 6'2. These people. Mike's 6'3.
3: 6'4 in my boots, baby.
0: M- Mike's 6'4 in his boots. And these <laughs> these guys make Mike look like a pipsqueak. I
3: need all these toxic hotheads that Coming to bars that think that they can start a fight to understand that most security guards in a bar will we'll end roll your, your life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Will fucking crack skulls if they need to. I
0: think I I think you're preaching to all the guys driving those cool trucks that those are in the cool back, trucks. that are yeah. in the background of this episode. You know Learn them good. A lot of
3: <laughs> a lot of people down here drive like old cars. They got loud engines. <laughs> they love to not this show time. Them off. Not this
0: time, and I do hey, not. not I, when I, we're I do
3: recording have, a podcast. I do
1: have a question. That guy you told the story about with the wings and the dollar tip. thing. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what kind of dipping sauce he ordered with the, <laughs> the wings? Funny, you should ask.
3: Yes.
0: I said ranch or blue cheese. He goes, Blue cheese. No.
3: Extra oh, you're ranch. Not, you're
0: not making this up, I right? I swear to God. See, god damn it, people. Extra Hallelujah. Ranch. Fucking ranch lovers, man. He was offended that I even gave him an option. And <laughs> this is these are the type of people we're trying to for avoid. Uh, Jill, ranch or blue cheese.
3: Okay, let's 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 be honest here. I'm a blue cheese gal. However, if they're is only ranch avail- available? Depending on where I am, yeah. it's fine. No, it's Thank fine. Thank you. Or we don't hate ranch. We don't, don't hate, hate ranch. ranch. No, we fine. don't hate ranch. Of course, yeah. we, don't. Of course yeah. we don't. Especially with Old Bay wings. I
0: love ranch with carrots. Or I
3: love it. I love it. with I mean, carrots. I love ranch. There's no hate to no ranch. Hate. So, so, no hate Jill, to again, ranch. I
0: don't want to go all the way in. I don't want to go all the way in. But here's the weird thing: <laughs> these, these, these ranch-only people—they judge us blue cheese lovers. You know what's great about a blue cheese lover? We don't care. Eat your ranch. We don't care. We just love blue cheese. Yeah, sort of like Seinfeld. Beer. We're <laughs> right. It's okay. Eat your blue cheese. <laughs> the the problem is, is these ranch only people. And you know, I don't want to. It's so perfect. I, I I'm glad. Like wait, it's just really? Perfect. I don't want to talk shit about a lady sleeping downstairs. Oh my god,
3: she's a ranch only. Because I
0: love everything else about her, but
1: um. Oh she my told me she asked god. you to bring a bottle into the bedroom the other night. What do you mean? <laughs>
3: She Gross. Keep, she too keep, much information. She keeps I'm it in
0: just it. kidding. She keeps it in the mini fridge next <laughs> to the bed. Are you kidding me? And that's not actually a lie. <laughs> All right, this is a great segue to sex stories. <laughs> Question number eight. Gross. Tell us, we we, we are, <laughs> Tell us the last time you were slathered in ranch fucking somebody on the Ew. top of a bar. That's
3: disgusting. <laughs> Ew. Food. Let's let's get this out there. As a, as a food worker, as a person in food service, anything food-related in sex is a no-go, because I feel like I'm just at work getting someone else's dipping sauce on my hands, and I'm like, Fair this enough. is not cute.
1: See, now there are several different sauces that I would lick off of a woman's body. All right, so... All of them. <laughs> I like ranch, too. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like, never mind, I'm not
0: even going there.
3: <laughs> no, God. like, I need to go wash my hands just thinking about this, like... <laughs> Let's put this out there. Number, um, food involved? Count me
0: out. Okay, we, well, we, well, we're not talking about food involved, but you know how the the service industry is very sexual. Yeah, charged. well, and it's
1: not. <laughs> damn it! It's not always. It's not always just the, the the workers, but especially when you're in a place where people are drinking a lot, they they
0: get a little cavalier about you know right. their, their you sexual exploration. Yeah. We've all seen people fucking in the parking lot or in the We've bathroom. we all
3: had to get people out of the bathroom. Oh, God damn
0: it! Yeah. So we I, I
3: just didn't a bar. Bar.
0: I didn't know if there were general stories about and very you know particular story mm.
1: that really stands out. Amongst your, amongst I also your think
0: that we need to add to this category. Mm. I think one of the cool things um, that we could add, instead of being more explicit sexually, if maybe you could tell us as a, uh, a female bartender who's attractive, you know, could you? Could you tell us, objectively, (laughs) could you tell...
3: Here you are, here you are, getting my head all big again. Stay uh,
0: stay with me, here. Objectively, could you tell us maybe some of the pickup lines you've gotten from customers? Oh, yeah,
1: that's good. I like
0: that. You know, that might be a nice caveat. I just mean... Some of the crap that people have hit on you I, with over like, the years. I remember this While girl, you're
1: working. I remember this beautiful girl that I worked with had a huge crush on her. Never made anything happen with it, But she was telling me a story about where these guys were hitting on her all night long. Well, she was bartending. I uh, was serving their table. Yeah. Okay. And then at the like, you know, gave her, gave them the number on the check and left a $0 tip.
0: Gave her their number
1: but and left the, her no and tip. And left a 0 Wow. What kind of. What lunatic does that?
3: Literal psychopath. I've gotten gotten someone's number or like a cute note with a less than 20% tip and I'm like, why the fuck do you think I'm going to call you? Why the fuck do you think I'm going to call you? If you are leaving $8, even if like, this isn't even the worst of the worst, but if you're leaving $8 on 60, why the fuck would I call you?
0: I hate myself because I'm going to tell a story I'm really going to regret. I'm really going to regret this. I was up in Harrisburg, PA with a really good friend of mine. Um, I'm not going to name the bar um, because I don't want to incriminate myself any further than I'm already about to do. I once uh, wrote my number on a hundred dollar bill and gave it to a Dude, that's that's defacing federal property, you piece of shit. I said, <laughs> "You get locked up, hand, up for that." I handed it to her and I said, "Call me." And I thought it was cool. I was like twenty one at the time. Oh and thought, <laughs> There's oh. more where that came from, oh baby. It's God. all got your name on. I'm still, I'm still mortified by doing it. I was wait. I
3: mean, we've all shot our shot. We've I threw all up like, that we've night. all, we've all looked back and been like, yeah, I totally just went for it, like, Whiff. like. <laughs> So that night,
0: that in particular night, I was with one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, his name's Drew Warren. He won't matter. He won't care if I uh, mention him on the pod. He won't
3: matter. Let's tell him that he won't matter. <laughs> wow, I can't
0: believe I just said that. He won't care if I mention him on the pod. This is one of the most eclectic human beings in the entire world. And um, I go to visit him in Harrisburg, PA. And we go to this bar. And my confidence started because we're standing around this bar. And we're starting to get drunk. And we're taking shots. And we're, taking shots and we're taking shots. And we're taking shots. And all of a sudden... There's a massive spider crawling across the top of the bar. And it's right as Drew and I have ripped a shot. And I felt like fucking James Bond from, like, Skyfall. I ripped the shot. I flipped the glass. You I captured it. the spider. We were charging people $1 to pet the spider. Oh, my God. And, and, and I can and right. just we see this, you doing this. We had the spider in a, in a shot glass at the jar at the bar. And I, I felt like such a badass. And then I get way too drunk. And then... For whatever reason, my irrational confidence in being the spider 20,
1: confidence.
0: Yeah, my spider confidence tells spider me... Your spider senses were You know what? Her. The bartender's really feeling you, Steve. You <laughs> should
1: give her a She's $100
0: like, bill as a tip and she, put your number she on She walks it. over to the other... Because you're an
1: idiot. She walks over to the other bartender. You see that guy I'd catch that spider? Oh, my God. <laughs> Be Did still, my heart. Oh my it, All right, let's What kind of spider was it? You I hate know? this right
0: now. Uh, this is actually... I feel like I'm being hazed. So, bar hazing, pranks, and games. Why not? Jill, but we love girls.
3: Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go no, on. Please, I was no, just no. going to say, yeah, like, girls getting hit on as bartenders or servers, it happens way too often. Yeah. You should not. Po- so, this is something I want to touch on. Right, right. We, I'm we gonna sort of you mentioned, we I'm sort gonna of mentioned earlier.
0: I'm going to tee you up. Let's do this category differently because that's okay. what we're doing. We're trying to be malleable for our different guests. Let's do it as a public service announcement. I was just gonna mention the more you know. <laughs> I was just gonna mention,
3: like, yes, there's been plenty of times where someone's like, Hey, come on but Tell like,
0: them that they can't do this shit no more.
3: So when someone's working we were talking we were talking earlier about how like we've talked about pet peeves, we talked about like don't double order, blah blah blah. There are just so many things that happen as customers that I mean that happen to us with customers that like even in even in our position when we try to explain like what's going on to them right. there's there comes a point where you can't be right like i can't be a dick and tell you what the fuck is up for you to get it because i still have to be i'm still in a, yeah. in a hospitable yeah. position where i have to be Guest forward or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Guest forward. <laughs> whatever you wanna fucking call it. I literally
0: be... that term just made the fucking prickles on my neck. Exactly. Oh my god. But I hate that. I know that.
3: you've heard I know you've heard like someone in HR Guessed or someone you... Fuck you. Right, exactly. I know exactly someone in HR or someone in training, <gasps> training has like said that to you before and you're like, mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I, mm-hmm. I hated that. We're
3: supposed to be like we're supposed to be, like, focused on them and their needs. At the end of the day, like, I can't actually be a dick to you or I can't actually tell you, like, why you're wrong. Like, we like there still comes a point where there's a blockage for us to, like, be completely right.
0: Mm-hmm. right.
3: So, like, when you're hitting on someone... you
0: put me in an impossible situation. I'm in an impossible
3: dude. situation. Right. Because I still have to, like, kind of be nice to you. Yeah. So there have definitely been times where this dude... That came into the burger place one time, like, I think he was on the spectrum. Like, I'm going to be honest and be like, I had the most awkward interaction (laughs) with this guy who came in for lunch a couple times, and like, he weirdly was like, at one point like, oh, I have to go get a haircut, and like, got up and left, (laughs) and like, then he came back 20 minutes later, and then was like and then Let's was like, do it. Do nice, what, and know? he was like being nice, and then he was like, oh, can I have your phone number, and I was so caught off guard, he was like this super sporadic, like I think he was on, he, I think he was socially, like,
0: He's Asperger. A little I think Asperger he had
3: something. Asperger's. He was just did, like Did the
1: haircut look good though? <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was about to ask out. He was like, wait, I've got to get a haircut first. And I felt so
3: bad, I gave him my mom's phone number. <laughs> I felt so bad. Your poor mother. I gave him my mom's phone number and he tried contacting my mom oh, and I God. told him I was like I was like, look, this guy's gonna text you or call <laughs> you and you're gonna have to just like not answer or ignore it. <laughs> two three months later after never talking to him again he comes in on so i was working behind the bar at that time and he probably expected me to only be behind the bar he came in like two three months later on a date i was serving tables that night and he sat down at my table and i waited on him and this girl and the entire time every time he would look up at me it was like uh, yeah we, we totally know each other But we're gonna look like we don't <laughs> <laughs> That's a feeling
0: That I don't enjoy
3: That happens though You run into people all the fucking time You you're don't waiting need on to them. tell me that. You You're One waiting of the other on, things you're on, that, on them And hey, they're like hey, oh I know you But girl, we're gonna pretend like we girl, don't know each other Because either girl, we fucked girl, You fucked my friend, hey girl, Or some beef happened between us a long time hey girl, ago And it doesn't fucking matter Hey girl, hey can, girl.
0: We, can we get real for a second Uh huh You know one of the reasons we became friends, you and I? Because we are way too similar. (laughs) And one of the things that we do, we can't help ourselves. What is happening right now? (laughs) We can't help ourselves. I'm going all in. And unfortunately, I've shit too much where I eat. And unfortunately, I have to wait on people I have taken out on dates way too often.
3: That
0: sucks. It's super annoying. It's really annoying. I, I, can, never, person, I can never though. live in
3: Baltimore again. Fuck now.
0: that. <laughs> now, I do have a follow-up question. I do have a follow-up question. How many times do you give out your mom's number? <laughs> <laughs> she One single? time. And what's, One your time. Mother, what's your mother's name? Lori. Lori?
3: Yeah.
0: Lori, love you. Thank you. You produced a beautiful human. <laughs> so happy to have her on the pod. All right. Wait, wait. I do a I, follow-up. Quick follow-up before we
1: move Go on. Ahead. I want to ask. So... Love is a crazy thing. You never know. You never know where you're, <laughs> love <laughs> is a crazy thing. Yeah, that's not how it goes. But you never know where you're potentially going to meet somebody. So let's say that, man. Well, whatever. You there is a server that you like somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. What would be the appropriate way? Yes, especially in a, a man versus woman. You know, a woman server because that is. You're right. It's very. It's a very different dynamic. What would be the appropriate way if a guy really truly was interested in taking a girl out? That he knows only from
0: serving. So Mike's, Mike's really asking this as... Um,
3: how do you shoot your shot without being a dick?
0: Yeah. Right, but 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 he's really asking this as you are the bartender, and a guy comes in, and he really, really genuinely likes you, and you might even be attracted and like him. How does he do it right?
1: It, it makes me think of uh, Office Space, where he goes, and he's like, what are you doing for lunch? He's like,
0: right, <laughs> uh, all right, that whole thing. <laughs> you right now. Go, so how how do, I want to go back and watch kung fu part of, movies. Part of, this, part of this pod... I can't Part of say. this pod is really trying to educate the people.
3: No, I can't say there. Oh, I've totally dated someone who's picked me up. I've I've one hundred percent like flirted with people as but a customer, flirted with people as a someone on the other end as the server or bartender, but like you're behind the pipes. But there are times, there are just times where. You and that other person know that you're actually flirting, like mm. that you genuinely, and like mm. obviously, I think that's also just like a personal thing to yeah. be able to know, to yeah. be able to pick up on those social cues, yeah. Yeah. and that's regardless not everyone's. Of what
2: kind of,
1: regardless that's of, not
3: everyone's yeah. forte. So regardless so you, of
1: what kind of situation, so, you're so right,
0: can we yeah. just say context be damned? Yeah, it's really
3: like, just it like it really when, depends. Like there are flirting definitely or not. Times. I want the
1: secret formula. All right, give it to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, like. I mean, like, no, there are totally times where, like, well, also, for example, like, if you're in a relationship, you're just like, oh, that person's attractive and they're being nice to me, but I need to obviously nip this in the bud before. Sure,
0: but that's not what we're talking about. We're just saying, objectively, I'm just saying, you are our feet. So, look, Mike and I, when we first started this pod, our goal was this. The first goal is to educate everybody that's not in the service industry about faux pas, things to do, and and really just give them a behind the scenes, take them behind the curtain. The second thing that I think we're trying to do is become more well rounded as people, each other. And I really mean, I really mean that because this is pod. We've interviewed people who are um, have worked internationally. We've interviewed men. We've interviewed women. We've interviewed straight. We've interviewed gay. It does not matter. The point of the, this pod is we are actually literally trying to get every perspective. Yeah. And so objectively as a woman if I come into your bar, you know, is it just more about respect? Is it about respecting your time and 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 like pacing that out? Like or could I ever come in and say something that I that would get your attention that first time?
3: No. Okay, so I don't like I as a as an individual, I don't like anything that someone does to clearly be like Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm 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 a jazz this person up, or I'm I'm, I'm gonna show them I'm right. like this if I say this to this person. I don't like anything that automatically reads to me in that way of As they just did you. this they just did this for show they just did here's this a hundred dollar
0: like, bill with my number <laughs> on it baby here exactly. you go <laughs> I'll see
3: you I, later I, I Dude, would honestly,
0: say, I'm taking this spider web I would if say, say if the you poured thing, if you poured the lolette on me and lit me on fire right now I would be so happy <laughs> I, I, I would say the
3: biggest thing is because obviously with some servers their thing is being a little cheeky being right. a little flirty exactly like yeah. in some and you have to be able to recognize when that person is actually giving you an in. Yeah. You have to be able to recognize when that person's just being nice and just doing their job Mm -hmm. or when that... Let's just... I understand that there are multiple genders, multiple different types of relationships. Let's say for mostly men hitting on women in service, let's say for these type of heterosexual relationships, let's say that a girl... Who is serving a group of guys might say like, "Oh yeah, well I'm off after ten tonight, and I'm going out in Canton." That is an, well, that's obvious, an obvious. That area. is an obvious reason. I'm obviously we're gonna make this very black and white. No, but I like but that. when someone is They're just playing like, that. or when someone might mention their second job. And then and then they follow up with oh what days you work there and they' cl- and then the girl is clearly like oh my schedule changes a lot yeah, I'm not sure Exactly. she's yeah. clearly not interested in yeah. hearing you asking her out later that night mm-hmm. like just things like that like just notice like obvious like this I person
0: I think that's good for people to know because uh, you know can I this is probably a contingent that's not uh, well represented but I think there actually is a group of people out there that um, don't get out a lot, they don't really know a lot about social cues, and they don't really mean, they probably mean well, but they don't know how to interact with people, and so it's good for them to know that there are limits to
3: pursuit.
0: And you also, you're in a weird situation. I'm saying with the conversation, you know, if somebody clearly gives you that cue of like, hey, you know, it's been nice talking to you, but like... You know, that's as far as it's going to well, go. It, yeah. It's you know? a weird it's a weird situation
1: because, especially when you're talking about a server and a, and a table, the ice is already broken because there's, you know, the need for the communication. Right. I'm serving you to where the hardest thing with most, at least for me being a guy, the hardest thing is breaking the ice with the lady. If I can sit down with a nice lady in a comfortable situation, mutual friends, even if there's not a sexual attraction, it's really easy to just shoot the shit and talk right. and get to know each other. It's hard to introduce yourself to somebody, a stranger, and and hit it off on the right note and be able to build momentum from that. But with service... But with service, you, you're talking to that person for an hour at least to where what's...
0: you have these guys that may never have the opportunity to talk to that lady. i I'm glad I, I'm Great glad. You, point. And I'm glad you just said that because you know what it does? It builds a sense of entitlement. Yes, because what agreed, ends up yeah. happening is if Jill walks up to your table and she says, "Hey guys, how are you doing? I'm Jill. I'm super excited to serve you tonight. Thanks for being here." There is, I think for some people, a weird sense of entitlement yeah. that she has already opened herself up to me. Now, unfortunately then people get cavalier with it. Yeah. That's that and that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. But no, I'm so I, I didn't want to turn the mood, but I No. No, you know, I
3: think no, I think that's a very valid point. Like we want this that's perspective. That's kind of exactly who I'm talking about.
0: Good. Yeah. We want this perspective. I know we so, kinda of went on along, but I I think that was important. I like it. I like <laughs> it too. I like it too. <laughs> this this I, I can't I can't say it enough. If you know I think that there are things you know, besides giving you guys a laugh that we can do with this pod and you know, it's, uh, I hope, and we said it in our last one with Emily, mm-hmm. the goal is to make every service industry experience better mm-hmm. for the server and the customer. Yeah. Um, so look, number nine, bartending, uh, pranks, hazing, and games. Mm-hmm. And, like, give her a little, like, breakdown here because this is our favorite I also
1: feel like this is different for you because as a manager, you might be in on this stuff or you might be trying, she might to, she might be trying to curtail this stuff. But we, we've had some good ones. So yeah. a lot of it's like a rite of passage where you get somebody new coming in and you give them a little bit of shit. You know, we had the, the go get the keg crusher. We need steam for the steam pans, you know. Also, we left-handed. Ladle. Yeah, also, we've had some stuff where we have some fun bar games where it's a little bit slow in the restaurant, and you've got a game that
0: kind of keeps the camaraderie going. Every five minutes night. that I don't get a table, I draw a <laughs> dick on a server pad and I hide no. it somewhere in the restaurant. No. Come on. Yeah.
3: I'm okay, so I'm a little bit anti because if something embarrassing happens to me, I'm like, oh my god, and I don't want that to happen to but someone else. But
0: prior to a manager gig, do no, you no, know, no. Anything? I just mean
3: like in general, like I don't. To be fair, this is this is a boring answer. Like I don't no, it's think, okay. I don't think I've ever truly experienced like any like real hazing. Like there's always like this weird. Have you
0: ever seen somebody go through it? You had to. All these. I feel shots like shots. I and honestly maybe this is maybe this is um,
3: maybe ignorant this is
1: a, on my part.
3: Ignorant male thing. <clears throat> yes,
1: that's what I was gonna say. I feel like I'm dumb. <clears throat> as you said before. Yeah. As you said before. Jill's an attractive young lady. I feel like most people aren't gonna fuck with you too hard. You know what I mean? There's certain people that are that are gonna do that, but most of the time the people that are getting fucked with are like the young, like the dudes. The, the, dudes, the yeah. bar back. It's it's that male, Maybe. it's that male bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, not
0: the section at all. But
1: I, I will the say- only
3: time I've been hazed was at a not. Not restaurants. So what what was the
1: name of the sorority you were in? No, no,
3: no, no. No, but basically I wasn't a sorority because you're going to laugh your ass off at me. I worked at a tanning salon part-time in addition to serving at the Green Turtle. I worked at a tanning salon and they put a fake bug in one of the rooms one time that I was cleaning and that's what <laughs> okay. that was the, and they were like oh you're initiated still servicing the <laughs> yeah, right service, they're service. like they're like oh you're initiated now after I like freaked out over this fake bug okay. and, and ever see, since then I've just been like I fucking
1: hate it see on the flip and side i
3: prank I'm so gullible you know me I'm gullible see, look at the, me flip, I'm gullible well,
1: on the flip side if you are in this the, like the, the bar industry they would have actually had a live scorpion in there I just, I, mean? I, just like, I just
0: realized something I just realized something This is probably insensitive, but I'm going to go in. Um, I'm not going to sit here and equate all the bullshit that female servers and bartenders get by being hit on to all the hazing that men servers and bartenders go through. But maybe there is something Mm. equatable here. For all the people that come in and hit on you and make you feel uncomfortable, let me tell you, every single restaurant gig I've ever had, somebody has put my keys in a block of ice. uh... Somebody has put hot sauce down the back of my shorts. Somebody has burned me with a a frying pan. Somebody has has lied to me and, and, and sent me on a wild goose chase this is it might be just a different scenario for well, men and women here what, maybe what I?
3: it's because people know that i'm not the fucking one <laughs>
0: maybe. don't maybe fuck with this one don't fuck because with this one
3: people know early on that like i'm very talkative i'm all i'm all about she does she does I'm start, she does about start, about, she does start like,
0: clapping right when she comes in honey this is me don't fuck with this shit she does start <laughs> clapping right when you're
3: like, we're two drinks in right now. Yeah, I might be clapping a lot. But that's just... I just say, <laughs> the, like, the I'm not... Maybe they pick up on that I'm a bitch. <laughs> maybe they pick up on that I can be a no, bitch. No, I, I
1: do think Steve's right, though. Because I remember a thing at one of the places I worked was when you were busy, guys would just come up and hit you in the nuts.
0: Yeah. It's not even clever. Yeah, and you pop a fucking nut, too. That's the other thing. No, it was
1: it was not funny. Like, I would be in the middle of service bar slammed... And they would just walk up and then you know, stand next to me like they're gonna help and then just backhand right to
0: We're not gonna turn this I'd
1: pod. rather get hit on than yeah. actually literally get hit well, on. Well, okay? let's not go that
0: far. We're it's not relevant. gonna turn this pod. It's We're relevant. not gonna turn this pod into the um, degradation of being hit on versus what it feels like to get hit in the nuts pot. Because that's not what this is. We we,
3: we don't need to go there. They <laughs>
0: equally suck. Can we agree? Well we, we we'll never know. Yeah, no one will ever Actually,
1: well, that's not true, but, you know, I won't. So. Let's, 80,
0: let's 86 this conversation, okay, and move into our final question of the night. And please, Jill, you've been gem, but I beg of you. You're, I'm going to need you to turn a little bit more to the microphone here. Thank you. Mike, why don't you tear up for uh, the last one? Because this is the final question of the gauntlet. You've done great. High five. Well done by you. You're almost <laughs> through. Mike loves this question, so I'm going to let him really lean in on it. God,
1: he's so much better at, you know, setting everything up. He's just he he's got the gift of gab Just here. tell her the question, all <laughs> right? right? So final question, you're almost through the gauntlet. Getting 86 Firing and quitting stories. Now obviously I can tell that you probably haven't dealt with a lot of that. Middle in your fingers life. to the sky <laughs> stories. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we've had some good ones talking about people head chefs quitting in the middle of a, a dinner rush and I told the one I feel like as a manager too, you've got you might have some different perspectives I told the on the one this. about
0: Becky... Crying in the server station when the chefs left and I had everybody Quit saying her name because I gotta fuck edit Fuck her, I don't care Is like it name
3: Becky? It was not Becky
0: <laughs> Becky From the burger joint Quit.
3: Are you talking about Becky from
0: I'm pausing this shit <laughs> Yeah, look Any of these stories whether you're getting eighty six, or you've seen somebody get eighty six, we just want to hear. Or as a manager, some...
1: you may have had to fire
0: somebody. Yeah, that's actually a good one. We don't, yeah. that's a new one there.
3: To be fair, um, firing someone as a manager hasn't been a, like a very. I'm still pretty new to this. I haven't it's had okay. to fire. I've been. Part I've been around while someone's been fired, I haven't been the one actually like firing them. Any, so I don't have that like I don't have that hot shit yet. Like yeah. I don't have that like power to be like, <laughs> how do you yo, think I gonna- fired this person. Like <laughs> how do you think nothing has it? happened Okay, well it has to be, at least in my position where I am, I'm the bottom of the totem pole. Like I'm new to this. No, like, I know, I'm but, so but imagine
0: imagine you're hot shit one day and, and uh, how are you going to If I'm like excuse me, you're fired. <laughs>
3: it has to be like it has to be like a legitimate like fireable offense like on the spot.
1: Like they walked what would out, be they walked fire? out holding well, bread in their hand and hand- No, no, to- no, 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 <laughs> no. I just mean
3: like there have just been times where I've been around when someone was like Hey, this person didn't show up for their last shift, so therefore they're not hireable. Like they're not like eligible for rehire. Like like mm. lame shit like that. Like that's the only thing I've been like a witness to. But as far as like like can I can I talk about a situation where I eighty six myself? Where yes, I, like,
0: please, quiet, please, like, like
3: an asshole. Yes. Uh, well, it involves you two oh. actually because it revolves...
1: <laughs> I'm pleading the fifth on this it one. It <laughs>
3: involves. My 86 from the burger joint that we worked at together. This is wonderful. We're tying a bow in this bed. <laughs> let's, 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 let's throw <laughs> in a little bit of, uh, you know, let's throw in some context. I was 22. I was a youngin'. I was an asshole.
0: She had stars in her eyes. <laughs>
3: yeah, basically. Let's put it that way. And I was, um, I had just started working at another restaurant part time in addition to this restaurant because it just wasn't enough money. You got to juggle. We all have to do that at some point. Like when you realize the gig that you're working is not. The juice you gotta get the juice somewhere else. Hey,
0: listen! If it's not the juice, you gotta get the squeeze. So
3: I had like I had like two or three days available. Yes, yes, I he did. It! He snorted. He, snorted. he so, snorted.
0: So we have this thing called the snort board. We count every one of the snorts, and when you add up the snorts, you get uh, uh, percentages off on our merch.
3: Woo! That's Can't right, baby. that mor- that merch. I'm gonna like I'm gonna make a crop top out of it. <laughs>
0: right, we're gonna have a lot. We actually- I'm gonna
3: have. A full set of merch.
0: Well, we're planning to be out
3: on my beach days wearing your merch.
1: <laughs> we're we we're, we're gonna get every every uh, bartender that's been on the show. We're gonna get you a shirt that says like I I passed the gauntlet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, a, and, a, and a I the plaque taking gauntlet.
3: you through. the... I think uh, I've passed it. Uh, oh, absolutely!
0: You're almost there. Well, you gotta almost finish there. this category. So tell us oh, okay. about you getting any section burger. Um, time.
3: so <laughs> without calling anyone out here. I had just recently started working at another job and was for was figuring out my schedule between the burger joint and said other job. I love that those are both fake names. Mm. Um, and one of these specific days I was like I, I, I guess I guess because of how the scheduling shaked out. I was like, I can only serve these days and only can bartend these days because, like, I need to be here mm-hmm. at X. Time. Yeah, you're trying
1: to merge two schedules. Yeah, together, like, yeah. M-
3: like anyone who works in the service industry knows that merging two jobs like is the biggest part of yeah. working it's those two jobs. Brutal. It's brutal. And so there was a time where I was scheduled the wrong position that day, mm-hmm. which therefore was an impact on my schedule, like like just like cluster just, it was, Let's just, just call a, it, was it was just it was just a fucking clusterfuck fuck. and it was right after our GM had just quit and Jake had taken over i don't care about <laughs> mentioning his name Neither do Jake I. was taking over like some shit and um i posted my shift to the scheduling app that we were using and i like said in the messages like Hey, I'm not going to be able to work this shift. I was supposed to be scheduled. At, at this point, it's been like five or six years. I can't even remember if it was like I was scheduled as a bartender. I was supposed to be a server that day or vice versa. I was just like, hey, I was supposed to be scheduled this yeah. and it's the wrong day. Like, yeah. therefore, I'm not going to be able no, to we're work it. are correcting the
1: situation that you've already Yeah, you've so already I posted explained. in
3: the message yeah. saying like what the issue was. Like, therefore, I needed to get covered. And, like, I'm trying to just, like, figure this out. And because of that message I posted, Jake told one of the servers, mentioned to one of the managers and one of the servers that I was getting fired later that day. Because Mm -hmm. of my language that I used in that post for using, for using... That before basically, for calling out the managers for not scheduling, yeah, a not
0: paying to, yeah. there's nothing like the service industry, um, the way you find out you were fired, the way you
3: find out things. I'm so happy you said this because so I get I've, been,
0: I've been fired god knows how many times in the service industry, and every single time it's never been said to my face. I hear <laughs> so, from three other people, oh, I heard you got fired. <laughs> I said, That's weird, I didn't know I got fired.
3: So, this is news to me. So, at this point. Jake and the other managers are in charge, and they did not like the way that I posted this shift. They did not like the message right, right, that right. I put out to Use post like this some, shift.
1: Some bad I was basically just like,
3: shit's fucked up, this wasn't scheduled yeah. correctly, and I need this covered because X, Y, Z. So, because I was blunt about it. They mm. apparently didn't like how blunt I yeah. was about it, even though I thought I was being nice about it, but I'm a bitch, so... <laughs> it was probably a little shady. So jake tells i <laughs> i mouthed exactly. her name because i don't i i still really like okay her let's person.
0: get through this story all right
3: <laughs> so so then so then she comes to me and is like because i had been talking about putting my two weeks in because i already had this other right right, right right you and told the like, people and she's like you should put your two weeks in now <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like why and she basically tells me that Jake already said you, right that yeah. I was going to that he was going to fire me for what I posted for And you were like
0: thanks I'm going to quit before you fire
3: I finished my lunch shift, did my drawer while Mark came in for the dinner shift and I went in to the office and said actually i'm quitting so i'm not gonna work dinner tonight i was such an asshole i said actually i'm quitting i'm not gonna work dinner tonight and you know, i came that I think to your it? guy's house i came to your guy's house for a party that night for derby night wait it was wait, a derby is this, night is
1: this the night
0: that you locked steve in his bedroom did I lock you in your? Yes, I, I, I. Okay, I hold forgot on. Save it. Them. Save it. Save it for a second. You know, Jill. Now that I'm remembering these dates and and um, the party and and you qu- working the morning shift, but then not working the night shift. Oh, that's right. That's why you don't remember Beck crying in the fucking server station because you quit. The same day that Stefan walked in. Nah. Nah, you don't need to with me. I'm just fucking
3: nah. with you. Fuck uh, <laughs> not with the, the same time. All right, All right, right. It was like Jill, over a year later.
0: I know, I'm fucking with you. That was Hold on, we'll bring it up in a second. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we gotta be done. It's 1230 at night, you Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. You're getting violent, people. I am getting violent. I feel, I feel in danger. Alright, that was beautiful. Guys, look, Jill, you made it through the gauntlet. High five. Fuck yeah. Give Mike a high five, too. He needs one as encouragement this is the first part yeah, yeah, so you're the one who needs
1: encouragement 1st steve's got to drive us back you gotta give give him some credit here this people this is the first pot
0: he's been sober on it that's <laughs> difficult oh, <God. laughs> um no Jill, bravo way to get through the gauntlet we can't wait to send you your t-shirt um, we do like to wrap.
3: T-shirt with this, so I get to take this alcohol home.
0: <laughs> it's all yours. I'm leaving it here. Um, you mm-hmm. you do get to uh, do one of our favorite sections of the pod, which is called the How's art Drive. I hate this section. I don't want I to hear Mike anybody does.
1: criticize what I'm doing. I ever. know Mike does. But look,
0: <laughs> we're, we're trying to get better at this. We're not good. Mm-hmm. We're not good at it. That's why we're doing. That's why my microphone is literally um, inside of a shaker bottle right now. I wish people could understand what I'm talking about it, i'll take a picture no
3: it's balanced on top of a bottle. <coughs> that's that's accurate
0: yeah it's beautiful um i want you to tell us what we missed so we always like to use this section to say hey look what um recommendation recommendations do you have on questions that we maybe didn't ask or or do you have any just food and drink recommendations for the people out there yeah right?
1: or something about the service industry
0: that we didn't get to talk about that's important to you
3: five seconds to think about this can okay yeah it can
0: be general like one of the, one of the things that we always like to use with this section is um we like to give you a berth to feel like if you know we just put you under the gun right mm. we put you under Rainy the, through the
1: fucking gauntlet that's right yeah
0: and so we want this is where you can turn it on us and yeah. tell us where we can do better yeah or something that we missed we're
3: perfect no. Mike. yeah we're perfect no. we're goddamn just perfect just <laughs> No, I mean, like, I think you guys asked a lot of great questions. I feel like in some ways there's still so much more I could talk about on mm-hmm. some of, of those things. And obviously we're on a bit of a time crunch.
0: No, 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 no. We're
1: no, not no, a time no, crunch, I just, but yeah, we got to condense it. We got to be concise to an extent, you
3: know? No, you, I know, but there's just like, what would you so like to hear? Much what
0: would you like to hear done on a pod like this? I mean, would you like to hear a particular category uh, expound? I mean,
3: I'm all about like...
0: Expound it on a little bit more?
3: I'm all about, like, crazy stories, but at the end of the day, like, we all have, like, in some way, like, parallel stories to yes. some of that shit. Well, that's, why always, the... that's why it's always good, too, to hear other people's, like... I got some crazy shit, and you're like, I got the same fucking thing that happened to me at this yeah. bar I worked at three years ago or 80, wherever.
1: Your 86 story. I'm not even going to tell the story, but like, I had a quitting story exactly like that where I was trying to merge a couple schedules, and the managers fucked
0: up, and I fucking walked out. That's why we came up with these categories because we thought that they'd be re- relatable to bartenders. And the concern is, and that's why we do our house, house by driving, mm-hmm. the cleanup. Which Especially I, I love that it's housed
1: by driving because you sh- didn't I say that on the last one, you shouldn't drink
0: and drive. You really shouldn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, how,
3: you should. How's, not. how's I, driving? I will say Baltimore, where I grew up, is a fucked up place and people who are from there are more um
0: prone to drinking and driving But they just get driving. away with it.
3: Uh, no, it's just like this weird like the
0: cops don't pull people ever.
3: They got so much shit to worry about. Fucking okay. Mook. Mook fell asleep in it's traffic. Just, and oh, okay, like, and it's they like. They woke him up
0: and they said, come on, I've make realized,
3: me drive up. I've realized. In, guys, like, we're getting a
0: little out of control here. No,
3: i realized, like, especially in, I mean, even in when I went to college, I realized, like, meeting people from other areas, like, how fucked up Baltimore is, like, as a culture. Like, I think, like, that's a whole other story, not just for bar not just for bar restaurant reference well, like look, baltimore is a weird little place to jill, grow up in like.
0: jill i love it when we say how's our driving you decided to go all in on indicting the city of baltimore <laughs> on their dui traffic enforcement yes. laws yes. That, they're like, they're that's the best use of how's, how's my driving that i've, I've ever seen.
3: Gotten Folks. I've gotten away with too much.
0: Like, <laughs> like, as we always say, don't just listen along, drink along, but don't drive along. Okay. No, no don't do that. <laughs> All right, Jill, you've made it through the gauntlet. You made it through the cleanup. This is our final question. Okay. okay. We always like to ask, why do you still do this? AKA. Why do you hate yourself? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're the that's first person that's laughed. That's a great person. That's a great. She's the first great, one that's laughing. That's a really great question because I've I've honestly thought about it. <laughs> no, 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 no like I think at the end of the day like I do genuinely and like I don't think this is for every person that currently has a restaurant job but I think there are some of us that like I genuinely like that's what makes me tick like figuring out right. what's going on on the floor and who needs the what pace,
0: the pace the pace
3: bringing out people's needs and making them happy and just like bada bing bada boom problem solving mm-hmm. like like I've read some stupid article once that was about like how restaurant people are like actually the most like problem solving people mm-hmm. and like at the end of it I'm like yeah well and that's, it's- that's, that's that's true like there's something about it that makes me tick that like even though like at the end of the day like everyone assumes like where people that didn't go to college mm. or didn't finish our degrees or whatever and we're just like stuck in this. Like, no, I genuinely like I'm about I, this. I genuinely am about this mm-hmm. and like doing this. Like I'm not saying that I'm gonna do it forever, mm-hmm. but I like the fact that I can make these systems work mm-hmm. and and feed people, have them serve drinks, make them have a good time. Like going out is like a fun time, yeah. right? Like like I feel like I can I handle it. that. Like well, I'm about that, and like
1: it's such a it's such a social interactive job. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. constantly dealing with people, which for me was always a driver. I, I love that. You know, unless you're dealing with shitty people, they're 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 gonna be. Why safe. did you point at me when
0: you just did
1: you? <laughs> I was like I was I was applying you. Like you know you, you feel me, man. Fuck you. You that's all. But I just mean like it's so great to be in a job where. You're not in a cubicle, and you know. Thank you, everybody in a cubicle. You know, you're no, doing, but interacting yeah. but, like, with like you're constantly interacting with people and customers, and yeah, it's, wall, through a it's phone. so social. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly one of the things that I love the most about yeah, me it. Too. And never yeah. a dull fucking moment.
3: No, so this never is at it.
1: All. This is
0: it. Chill. You're about to get out of here. We're about to get out of this <laughs> here. This
3: is the tough... I mean, Like you guys are leaving. Me. I
0: live here. We're leaving you, we're leaving Django, and we're getting in a car, and my God, we're speeding in opposite direction. Yeah. Um, if you opened a bar, what would you call it, or... What would the theme be?
3: Can I answer this weirdly? This is a very mixed I answer. hope you would. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to give away someone else's answer and I, Whoa. okay, okay, so the thing is, I used to think for the longest time that I wanted to open a restaurant, and this I'm not saying, this can't a
0: four hour answer, <laughs>
3: listen to me, you're gonna hear me out, we're I'm finishing just... this shit up, this is gonna be my last real answer, just give him a pop in so, the face if he needs it, so, like, I think, I I think, I think that I could definitely run a bar, run a restaurant Cause you, of you do my now. own, <laughs> I think, that, no, I think that I could do that, and own it, and start it, and be like, this is what I want, but at the end of the day, I've realized now that I have different dreams. I Don't want, want that. I want to own a yoga studio mm. that has a plant store in the front. And I'm going to own one here at the beach. And I'm going to own one in Annapolis. And that's my dream. And I'm going to manifest it. And that's what I'm going to do. Get now, do you Let's serve get out. A- however, <laughs> however, I say that with an asterisk. The person that I am with now that also has restaurant experience. Hopefully he'll be
0: on one day
3: that i i plan on being with for a long time he has a dream and i as his person also agree with this dream he wants to open a jaws themed bar
1: <laughs> in
3: <laughs> in Annapolis <laughs> and he wants to he wants <laughs> to he wants to, <laughs> he wants <laughs> to walk <laughs> around in that coat you know that the mayor wears with the, with the with the anchors on it. Oh, I do. He wants to. He he needs that coat made exactly how it looks in the movie.
0: And he wants to play. Uh, he wants to play consigliere to all of I the nice it, like, patrons. It,
1: it just gets really busy one night. And he looks and everybody's like, "We're gonna need a bigger bar."
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be all jaws. So, menu so items. my like idea, my
3: idea, a bigger boat. It's a no, thirty-two ounce steak. <laughs> (laughs) My idea for the bar is, you know, Mahaffey's in Canton, how it's just like a small little kitchen right behind the bar. Sure. Like, I'm like, okay, we got to have something like that where we just have quick appetizer food for people. Like, this is not... Chum. This is a... Chum. (laughs) Chum. 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 This is a... This is a, like, if this is going to be a bar, like, obviously it's got to serve good food, Mm -hmm. but like, things need to be like quick and Mm. what they are, not this like super fancy experience, like... And that's, that's, that's something that I see having input on one day.
1: Yeah, that, that, that could be a really fun menu to build. And I feel like you have to do something where at some point in time the Jaws theme music comes in. I don't know what the the the, the, oh. the
3: final moment oh, is. Oh, he's going to have input on the music. Yeah, the I was just saying, say, at some the point there's like sure. a Jaws
0: theme and then like everybody no, think, does a I shot think it, or something. I, th- I think it should be um, whenever happy hour starts. Yeah. Like five o'clock starts. Yes. Uh, there's over the speakers, it goes da-na, da <laughs> No, no, and then happy hour fucking <laughs> starts. So we all start ripping shots. Jill, I fucking love it. I'm, I'm glad really, you stole that. I'm
3: really excited for that. I With don't mean that. to steal that. I, that's not my original no, idea. Okay. That's, Be, that is an idea you know from someone else. You know what's great? But I think that I could support that idea. The
0: individual you're talking about, I've tried and begged hard to get him on this pod. And we'll see what happens. He's a very private individual. Oh. And oh, I you don't,
3: think you think he's gonna come on your? I podcast? think he
0: might. I think he might.
3: I will.
0: He and I are like this.
3: I will. I know that you guys are, but <laughs> I will bet you he's so much money that he's him, never gonna bump bump fucking do it. Slap it right now! Come never gonna fucking do it.
0: But away. if I ever convince him to do so, I'd love to get his side of the story, just like we we'll, got your side we'll, of the we'll, story. We'll,
1: so. we'll post it on the social media this week. But one of the shots you have to serve there is the shark attack that's correct Yes, Mm. it's it's a show of a a shot this has
0: been an unbelievably fun time thank (laughs) you Jill thank you for the white Negronis thank you for all the stories and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn um, when I say thank you Django you've been the star of the show you haven't said anything (laughs) you've been the best boy boy. I mean you guys can't see this guy but he is just sitting here chillin just chillin doing his thing He's just doing his thing, and he's being so good right now. Are you
1: you Jamaican
0: now? (laughs) And we really appreciate it. Jill, anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? I love my dog.